Oh, wait till, uh, we're, do- wait till we're done breastfeeding. It's right back to we- Molly. <laughs> What's it taste like? Breast milk? It's like putting powdered milk in water and not stirring it up. Oh, you've had a lot of it. You know. I've only like had a nibble. We, we work a lot and sometimes it's tough to get a meal in, so. What? You know, if there's stuff in the freezer, I'll just defrost it well. By the gallon. Take a Mara's bottle. This is when, you know when moments are like, that's my white friend. Yeah. 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 It's my white friend. No worries, Ma. New Orion. What's his name? Wow, it's crazy. Nice. It depends on how I feel today. Who <laughs> I identify it? Melina. How are you feeling? Uh, today. Yeah, I'm all. You're all today. Yeah, I'm all. I'm all today. What were you yesterday? I was mall yesterday too. When was the last time you weren't mall? Uh, when I went to Montreal, what was that two weeks ago? Mm. Yeah. What was, was it? A French mall? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> something. Something like that. What's the worst pet name a woman's ever given you? Uh, Molly Bear. Definitely Molly. M- m- yeah, something like that. Okay, Molly feels like the. But it was like a poo or something. I'm just like. Molly Poo? Like, yeah. Can I call you Molly Poo? No, you can never. You could one thing you could never call a Malty Poo. Wait, can I call you Malty Yeah, you could be a Malty Poo. No. Malty Poo. No. You're Basley. No, I'm really not. <laughs> you just called you a dog. I just yeah, want to say that really. A white dog at that. Yeah. White women. <laughs> yeah, no. Anyways. Did we start? Is this the intro? This is the intro. Hey. All right. All right. You made it awkward. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Rory. Mal does the intro. Oh yeah, well, I mean we we don't we don't really need to intro this. This episode is um, this feels like a reunion. Does it? But for me, I haven't seen I haven't seen you in a while. Oh, not me and my baby baby. I haven't seen. When was the last time I saw Weezy? Sparks did fly when we all did horrible together, and Sparks then I felt like you guys never Sparks. talked again. Oh my god! Since uh, we did horrible, we yes, oh, we've seen each other since the chemistry no, 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 was oozing off the screen between you two. Ew. It felt, it felt like July 4th. Did you need like WTS a wet white for the screen? Yes. <laughs> okay. We were in Atlanta when you guys came up and did horrible. That, that was the last time I saw you, was it? I think it really was. No. That's crazy. Roots I had to picnic. have seen you in. Roots Picnic. That happened last September, right? I had to have seen you since then, though. Almost a year. I feel like I saw you in LA at least once. Made in America. Wait, that. Made in no. America, yeah. I didn't go to Made in America, sorry. Last year you did. I have oh, pictures I of you, literally. LA? Oh, no, Roots Picnic. You're right, sorry. Damn, are Oops. y'all confusing me with whole shit? Yeah, I don't remember who you are. So many times people do that to Mandy and I, and it, I, I sometimes I'm like, do, did I forget this person or they don't know me? Mm. They'd be like, y'all remember we were kicking it and blah, blah, and I'm like. People do not confuse you and Mandy. Absolutely, because if you listen to a show and you don't know the faces or something like that, like, yeah. You- Mall, people have confused us. People, call me. people have called me mall before. I'm like, well, mm. people calling Julie, you, me is just racist. Every time Rory and I go to a festival or a show, they're like, yo, what's good, mall? I'm like, is he here? <laughs> is he here? Yeah. <laughs> Are you serious? That happens a lot. Yeah. Um, no, you did come to our LA show for the pod. Oh, that was fun. All right. Okay, do we yeah. think there's an LA mall? Mall is okay. different in LA. He doesn't answer our calls. He doesn't invite us to all the cool shit he goes to. He's just hard to find. I go eat and go back to my room. Lamal. Uh, I'm ready what's to. What's in the room, mall? 
A bed. Is her- Molly Poo in the room? Why women? Well, yes, I'm in the room. Yes. <laughs> I'm, I want to go on a ledge to say that I think there's an L.A. Wheezy now. 100%. You are definitely different in Los Angeles. Uh, okay, well, yeah. That's true. But I'm only adapting to how people were treating me at first. Mm-hmm. So, like, everybody in L.A. kind of makes you feel like... I don't know. It's And granted, I know people are listening and getting very annoyed at this conversation. I understand it's Hollywood, but it's the area we're all going to or we're working in. So it is what it is. Yeah. But people do have a sort of attitude with you that I'm not necessarily like ready for or where mm. I just don't feel like they're being that kind. So now I'm just as much of a kind. I want to start by giving you some flowers, Wheezy. Aw. Um, I feel like there's so many people on multiple podcast platforms that love to brag how much they do for the podcast world, how much they do for creatives, how much they do for their friends, but they brag more than they put action behind it. I want to thank you for bringing me into something that was so important to me and thinking of me and taking our circle and giving us more opportunities because so many people just talk about that shit and we know they don't really Mm -hmm. do it. I know. So I want to make sure the people that are humble like you, that kind of shut up, get their flowers you know like i think some people don't know how many people you help though it does more advantageous Same. things for for us that are like making moves or whatever because sometimes when someone is i don't know i've had things taken away from me before mm-hmm. so i never want to pipe shit up too much mm-hmm. like i remember someone got on me about not uh you know putting out there that the studio wtf was opening when it did remember how secretive we were at and we were building it and i was like don't post this and that like yeah. I really want to just drop the project. I've yeah. always loved doing that. And I think that people feel like someone else is watching them and like they're not doing enough. Um, actually, there was a moment I had years ago. I specifically remember this feeling of, do I need to post more? It was when I moved to Mexico and Mandy had started her new show, mm. you know, with Bridget. See, the thing is, and literally people were commenting that I was doing nothing. And yeah. I had just maybe like the week before greenlit season one for my first TV show, Mm -hmm. but didn't want to post it until it was out. And I was like, damn, you know, she's so much better at social media than I am. And Mandy is doing things in life just like I am. But like, it made me think like, do I have to tell people that I am? Do I have to be announcing things more? Should I be tracking my life? And does it cause more of, is it better for me? Is it better for my business to show people this is what I could do? So I don't know, but I'm, I'm just not really good at tooting my own horn and granted that wasn't her tooting her horn it was like an announcement but I just remember the oh feeling. you know how to toot your own horn <laughs> I know how to toot my horn like when I'm wearing an outfit like this yeah. like a bitch could put a selfie up and be like oh my god is that a bad bitch in the mirror <laughs> but I was we were talking about business and flowers and how did this get in go ahead no I'm, I'm, I was giving her her flowers <laughs> let me toot it up for him so yeah oh I don't know that I've struggled a lot with that man and I realized the only thing that I've become better at doing since opening the studio is like tooting up the team has really been a better reflection on me. And I've taken that from people that I admire in business, like calling out that people are great. Like it really, it doesn't just highlight an Eden. It highlights me. Yeah, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If horrible looks good on video or whatever the case. So like, that's the things I'm trying to learn in life. But it's, it's, it's interesting that you say, uh, should you be posting more on social media? But it's like, for what like for to validate yourself to for people that one probably really don't give a fuck about you two are gonna talk shit about you no matter if you post shit or not three you could tell some people i have i just greenlit my first show they're gonna shit on that too so it's like why do we even think i should be posting for people that 
generally really don't. I don't know. I don't know if it's validation or I don't know if it's because there's one part about this. But, but you validate in real life. But it's our social media business platform for us. Yes. Yes. And that's when I thought, should I be posting more? Maybe people didn't know that I can do different things or plug them with different shit. Like, I don't know. You know, like Rory saying that I brought him in, like, obviously, like Rory has more experience in music than me. But I just so happened to be at a level on this project where I could bring in someone. And that is something I actually learned from Kenya. Kenya, on a call with Audible, got frustrated at something they asked him. He said, I literally am sitting here with the head of podcast, like, and you're asking her nothing. Mm. And this is the person that knows how to answer these questions, like kind of getting frustrated. And so I realized like, this is when you like really know how to win. When you bring in people that are better than you are stronger, not better, but stronger in certain aspects than you. Mm -hmm. So if drama needs someone to figure out what questions he's asking to ask about hip hop, like what am I going to take resumes for when boom, there's a podcaster that I know that's been doing this forever and that loves drama and then I'm cool with it. Mm -hmm. So it's like, Things like that, trying to like be a dot connector has really worked well for me. Mm -hmm. And I think, honestly, when I think about my trajectory in my career, it's all dot connecting. Yeah. No, for like sure. for real. But that happens, that happens when, you, when you're at a point of, you've obviously worked to get to that point. You've put in the work, you've, you've gained the experience, you've collected the data. So you know certain things without even really knowing that you know certain things until somebody like a Kenya puts you in a position to say, yo, I know you can do all of this. Just do it. It's crazy how Kenya knows me, dog. It's mm -hmm. from horrible decisions. And I, I <laughs> like that's, I that's, that's not crazy at all. No, no, no. Like that, just knowing horrible and having one conversation with me, like, okay, this girl just don't talk about fucking. Yeah. That really like is crazy because when I think about that level of um just production experience, period, and to trust me, I was like, damn. But one thing I do think is interesting. Someone else has hired a podcaster to do these roles. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I wonder if they saw what he did. Yeah. Like, it makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And for you to be successful with your podcast in the content you talk about speaks to what you could do if it wasn't the sexual content. Because that's harder yeah. to make. To go the yeah, other like, way. Exactly. So if you're not doing sexual content, the fucking sky is the limit with what your talent base is. And I think because podcasters we're talk so fucking much. It is my responsibility to tell the world the stuff that you have done for us. I don't think you should sit there and be like, should I post more? Should I talk more shit? We speak so negatively about our ecosystem within oh, podcasting. I know. Like we we rarely sit and people we may even have issues with, like fake issues, not real ones. Mm -hmm. It's all negative shit, even though we know they're doing positive stuff. But that's how it's so it, the it should but it should fall on us if we care about this to talk about the people that are also doing good things. Because mm. most of us will shut up about our accomplishments. But Maul and I both do not talk our shit the way we should. I've had issues with people that I've done a lot of great shit for. And when they do press runs and, and run around, they focus on all negative shit. And I'm sitting there like, listen, you didn't need to tell the positive shit, but why are you just telling negative shit amongst all of us? Talk about the good shit that we've all done for each you other. Maul are a real anomaly though. Like when it comes to big podcast breakups, like, I don't know. Like, I mean, I only have one other friend that's part of a podcast breakup and it's Sophia from Call Her Daddy. Mm -hmm. Right. And like, it's interesting because people like 
hated this girl. And y'all kind of had the opposite, which it's almost worked against you. People love you so much that they are like, now you're like, God damn, I have more pressure on me. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I which I almost think is worse. It's like, mm. let me just pop out with some shit. Mm -hmm. But it's like, no, what the fuck are you going to do now? Yeah. And like, it's tough. Like, you know, even thinking about, ironically, Spotify that had the Call Her Daddy deal. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, damn, the first podcast. Like, you're a part of that? We're yeah. watching Joe Rogan. We're watching her get the money. And it's like, fuck. And we all know that that's totally changing, mm. you know, the way that podcasts are making money. Mm -hmm. But I just don't know. Like, sometimes I really think about it and like, I don't know if I could handle that. Like, it would be really, really tough for me. I didn't really see either of you sweat too much, maybe because you had each other and you didn't get to be one left out. Mm -hmm. But I had, like, I had Molly Bear. For real. Because like, Sorry. it seems like you always. Mamacita. Mamacita's fire. <laughs> No. Yeah, it seemed like you always really had just it's like not. a good loving kid. <laughs> no, Mama Sita is it. Um, but again, I, I just think that needs to be highlighted even outside of like podcast shit. When you were doing your Fuse thing and I came up to the Fuse office in LA. That was fun. Immediately plug me with everyone at Fuse. And whether things happen or not, it's still important that we all do that for each other. Like, because especially at that time in podcasting, there was, they were printing money. Like, yeah. who's scared to hide the plug? Are you that nervous of someone else's skill that you feel like you just got to hold that and not try to put other people on but i don't think it's because yes. wheezy is a woman i think the dynamic with men and women is different than men and men when it comes to business what i think niggas put other niggas way more nah bullshit yeah. but you got to be careful though because i'm gonna tell you as from experience as a well, man it trying may... to fuck the woman or no 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 i'm just <laughs> talking right. about women just naturally i always say women just naturally get shit done and they just know how to do things and handle business but like men see what men do a lot is they'll make it seem like they put you in a position but they're really not hmm like it's like when you playing ball somebody set a screen but it's like you pushing a nigga into me to defend it's like alright fam you looking like you trying to help me but you really not like you, hmm. you still trying to impede my progress you know I do believe that's why women need kind of like ugh I hate admitting it but it's just the truth fuck it if Y'all hate me for this, but like you kind of do need a good male cosign. Like I've already clearly got two, right? With Black Effect or Kenya or whatever. But like even just do making Gangster Girls, there were two rappers in particular that drama had to say two or three times, like directing them to me that I was the producer. Maybe they would look Alex's way. Not that Alex wasn't like engineering and producing and running set, but like directing them to me or directing their team to me like they probably like just forgetting about this bitch in the room mm -hmm. and men do need to do that more which obviously you know you have two women in this room so i get that you you do now you've got a daughter but nah they're not doing that you're but right you, they do pretend like they're putting women in positions they don't but but you but see it's but then again it's it's a little it's a little now these days it's a little tricky because a lot of the times if you have celebrities and you know people like that They'll walk in the room. They may not want to direct any energy to the woman in the room only because it may be taken a certain way. You may say like, yo, he he was a little, he talked a little aggressively or. With a team of 15. I'm just saying, you don't know. Some people have been in situations where that probably happened before. And they're just like, yo, listen, I'm going to talk to, if a man is right here and he's fixing something, I'm, I might feel more comfortable asking him a question than the girl back there that is the real producer. And it's like, it's Wait just, till it's I just, uh, tell y'all who went, maybe go get their lunch or tried to. I said, oh, did you not bring an assistant with you, Beth? See? See? You, you don't have Uber Eats? <laughs> <laughs> or that shit yourself, dude. I can't wait to tell y'all who it was. <laughs> I was sitting there like... Yeah. I don't know, but 
maybe that's a, a bad competitive thing. If I were in a seat and there was a male producer there, I would probably have more of a combative mind state that I think I may know better than him, which is terrible. If it was a woman producer, I would probably listen more. You know, that's because interesting because Rory making all the questions. So basically the way this worked, Rory came up with questions for drama. They would go over before every episode, kind of what they would be per rapper. And I would then maybe flesh them out, print them out, put them in order or something like that or whatever. They'd come up with some different shit or talk about dates. And so it looked like they were me. Mm-hmm. So if someone wanted to check me on something, Rory had one date wrong. I, I don't remember who it was. He's like, I didn't do that at 01. So I was like, it, a white man came up with it. <laughs> a white man got it wrong. You and guys I, let him in the culture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wait, which one was that? We could talk about it. Uh, I don't think that breaks any NDA. It was in Atlanta. So he was either Tip, Jeezy, or Two Chains. But it was someone's first break into something. Oh, you know what? It might have been T.I. It might have been my opinion of their first break. Yeah. <laughs> you think? Probably. The only episode I needed to say nothing with, and you watched that live, Tyler, the creator. Oh, my God. Class act. So much dick talk that I literally asked Audible. I think Rory, remember he called me too, like, make sure we can't cut this out. We can't cut this out. If you listen to the episode, y'all, can't there's clanking it. of chains. Like, and we were like, don't edit it. In you can half hear hours. it. <laughs> Bruh, it was so wild. Like, that motherfucker needs nothing. Um, but other than... The most nervous I was, though, was Pharrell. I was so jealous I couldn't go. That was probably the most regal, like, setting. Like, we're in Paris. The cameramen are like, okay, would you... Easy, would you like to do... Over here? And I'm like, yo, and he's in the Louis Vuitton hotel across from the fucking Louis Vuitton building. And he's wearing unreleased Louis to the point where his manager's like, no photos released until the fashion show. And I'm like... How much should we sell this for? Yeah. <laughs> but like, oh my God, bro. Like that was tough. And then I'm looking at Rory's questions. Never, ever in anything he sent me was I fact checking. I'm like, is it P-H-A-R-R-E? Bitch, I was Yo, they took, they took, Pharrell's team took my questions. I had like 40 questions. I think they chopped them down to one and then gave me points. And Are you I had, serious? Yeah. Like maybe 20 minutes before the interview, I gave drama a completely new set, a whole new podcast. Cause they, I, you know, I had a, a lot of like hip hop shit and yeah. they really wanted obviously to focus on Pharrell and everything he had going on at the moment with the Louis Vuitton stuff. And you no, know, I, I had mad nerded out gangster grill shit for real. And they were like, no, I do think like, I don't, I was worried about people getting disappointed because it's a Gangster Girls podcast. You know what I'm saying? Like, obviously, mm-hmm. we want to talk about Virgil and Louis, and we did. But it's like, we are supposed to be talking about this moment in time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, who are we not to talk about you talking shit on the track and whatever? Mm-hmm. So, like, it was it was tough. It was very tough because, like, I was so worried and am worried that people would be like, why didn't you ask this? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and it's always that fear when you have your first thing that you ever do. Like, this is my first time stepping into music. Ain't like I don't listen to music or listen to all them tapes. It's just like, mm. it's not my arena. But did so, Pharrell get into, like, the music? The hell music? yeah. No, absolutely. It was, it was a phenomenal episode. But, you know, Pharrell rarely sits down to do interviews to begin with. Mm-hmm. So when he is going to talk to the world, you do need to cover some more relevant stuff to give him a reason to sit there. And, you know, with the announcement... Definitely made sense for Pharrell to do some press. He didn't want to leave. That was when I knew he was having a good time. That's what I loved seeing. Like he was uh, on a very tight schedule because that show was coming up. And um, 
he he was excited to talk to drama and almost every single person. And this is what I didn't understand about drama. And y'all been cool with him for so long. I never realized, obviously I've been listening to this shit since I'm a teenager, but like every single rapper thanked him for what he's done for them. Yeah. And so I think we see so much of drama and this is the difference with like then and now celebrities are so accessible right now. And I don't mean some like, of them, not only right. Like not a Beyonce, but like drama is the nigga that's going to, give you the fucking club set and like be fun mm -hmm. and he loves Atlanta he mm -hmm. loves throwing events like you can see him on his story or his live like he's one of those mm -hmm. which is great but I wonder if that's why it didn't hit me that he was this fucking great yeah I hate even admitting it but I was like wow when Pharrell is like I would not be who I am I was like damn yeah but him drama making himself so accessible is I think his genius because even like with the Wiz episode and some of the younger artists gangster girls was already established at that time so mm -hmm. for them to get that type of shit was crazy whereas drama could have been the gatekeeper like all right i already did all the dedication shit if you're not an a-list artist or at a certain level in your career mm -hmm. i can't fuck with you agree and drama doesn't he'll anyone he finds talented he will work with even to this day just did a simba tape like yeah we're looking at wiz now with drama mm. but wiz was not wiz like that when drama decides to work with him. T.I. was not T.I. That's right. In the interview, when, they talked about how he, he had to wait for a tape or something like that. T.I. Yeah. was not T.I. Like, so it's like, these, you just have to be great. These yeah. people were at the beginning stages of the career and even Wayne trying to rebrand used drama's mixtapes to do so. Like every icon has a story of not being an icon when drama started fucking with them. What's y'all's favorite gangster girls? Mm. Damn. Mine's uh, so easy, but I'm a hood rat. And I feel like now you know the answer. Uh, it's hard not to put dedication to. That's there. fine. It, I mean, it is like, yeah. it's the quintessential gangster girl shit. I know it's the easy answer, but yeah, probably dedication to. Chris Brown got a dope gangster girls though. I'm trying, yeah. We're trying to get over season two. Yeah. Um, Trapper died. Like, damn. Mm. I almost made the first terrible parenting decision because of that Pharrell episode. What do you mean? I started. Oh, you almost left to Paris. I started Googling, can you take a two-month-old on a 14-hour <laughs> flight? <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Bruh, I know what, Rory had What FOMO. shots does an infant need to get into France? Because that Basquiat fucking set was, um, or the Basquiat uh, Warhol Jay-Z performance was that week, and mm -hmm. no one knew. Yeah. Which, by the way, uh, Vinny, who mm. we did Molly with, my best friend, yes. is related to Basquiat, which is how I got the fucking tickets. Mm. So, like, it was crazy, bro. Um, did drama, did we tell you about how we went and partied with Beyonce and Jay-Z after? Uh, I was following both your close friends. Oh, I thought sitting I was, there, I thought I was looking at Amara like, we can get the shots now. So, <laughs> at one we point, could get there in six hours. <laughs> I didn't even know we were in their hotel room until like an hour in. I was like, oh, this isn't a loft. This is just a rich hotel room. Yeah, yeah. Like, this it's is another why, building. Yeah. I was like, this is why there's yeah. floors. There's was, a room key to this. I was yeah. like, there's no way there's this is a hotel room. And yeah. then when I went to the bathroom, by the way, shout out to my dog, Alex, who did all the sound for the podcast. When we left, we were like shaking, just couldn't believe like we fucking danced with Hove and Beyonce for hours and just like had this amazing time. But I was like, can I tell you something real hood? Like real ghetto shit. What'd you like, steal? Yeah. I stole the lotion. <laughs> that, that's standard. And the 
the ball main lotion at uh, the Mondrian. That's a Mondrian shit. Yeah. Was, I Mondrian, steal that every time. They have money. But I was like, oh, the soaps. I was like, what else? They got tampons. Are they Beyonce's tampons? <laughs> and then I pull out the lotion I stole. And he's like, bruh. And he pulls out this lotion. I was like, I'm like, we were like girls yeah. in the street. <laughs> and then, yo, he's sitting there. Oh, Alex going to kill me. So at one point, there's only Jay-Z. What do you think Beyonce like, used the tampons? <laughs> what, Beyonce used the tampons? I just feel like she probably doesn't have a... She decides when she wants to have a period. Yeah. Get the fuck Yo, out. shut up. She's so damn normal. <laughs> so like, um, my only moment that I tell everybody my Jay-Z story was I was there the whole time and he had the aux cord and the moment he played Finito by Chief Keef, mm. he was like talking to like, I don't know if it was Rick Rubin. It was somebody white and famous. But anyway. <laughs> fair guess. He looked at me and was like, what the fuck? I was wilding. Guess what I smoked? And he was like, yo, okay, bitch. Like, <laughs> like, this, was the, you, this was the shit you was waiting to hear? <laughs> right? Put a finito on in their hotel room. So is I nuts. said, yo, I, didn't, I wasn't ready for this. Yeah. And he was like, you weren't ready for what? I was like, I just didn't think you would play this. He was like, it's me. How's the tour going? It's great, man. Mandy and I are like just in such a good place that we haven't been in in a long time. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, we've known each other since we were 15 and we've had so many ebbs and flows. As most people that listen to podcasts know, but like maybe because it's the end of touring. It's not the end of our podcast. Maybe because it's the end of touring. We realize like, why are we beefing? <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. to the point where when we had like little spats, she's like, we getting along. Let's not do this shit. It's like, it's weird. We stay in the same hotel now. We take the same flight. We mm. eat lunch together. Never did that. Wow. We wouldn't see each other till the day of the show. Mm. And in much as you know, you probably had to be between some of those fights. But it feels really good because nothing, you know, let's just say I hated Mandy, right? Nothing could be worse than like, or nothing could be worse. I guess there could be nothing as bad as what we built together. Yeah, you know what I mean? for sure. Going to each city and seeing that, people telling us they've lost their virginities because of the show and, well, you know, they're doing the, doing the Lord's <laughs> but you work. Gotta yeah, think, yeah. Like, these are people, people that listen to us are our age, late 20s, 30s, like, Hurrah! knowing that you had trauma. Mm -hmm. Like, that shit makes me feel really good. Mm -hmm. Men that are open to their buttholes being played with now. Hurrah! We're doing the Lord's work. <laughs> That's mall swag. Is it? Is that your swag? I get my butthole played with. Getting your diaper <laughs> changed is getting your butthole you played take a, with. You take a tongue to the taint, right? Of course. A tongue to the taint. Yeah. That's not getting your asshole played with. She's talking it's about. It's called like, the Andrew Tate. She's talking about like getting pegged and shit like that. Huh? <laughs> Andrew Tate. I'm talking about like a. Andrew Tate. Fingers? Fingers? Nah, fingers. No, 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 low no, swipe. No, no, what no, about fingers? like a put, like a pressure? Tongue. Because that's where you really start to. A no, pressure, just, but with tongue. Tongue. Just lick. Okay. That's ass play. Starting slow. Yeah. Once well, you get another five years from now, you might be scooting towards the end. I'll do that now. Oh, right. lick. Um, but <laughs> oh, you know what lick. else? And this ain't me being messy, but just for, on some real shit. How much chemistry we have on that stage and knowing that like we can still recreate things and it be new. Because like mm. I've kind of felt like some things have been taken from us that were like special to our live shows. Mm -hmm. And that shit kind of sucks because it's just like it happens. It does. But like, it don't feel good. But knowing we can still recreate it and it's better, like, mm -hmm. that is something that feels good because Mandy and I got chemistry no matter what. Well, you guys never gave each other too much grace to think, not only knowing each other forever, working together, but when your work is having to talk to someone, that's like a whole extra layer. Because people beef with people they work with regardless. Now imagine when your job is to talk to each other constantly. Oh my God. It's, it's not the best recipe 
to keep a friendship. Moving. I do believe that <laughs> the fact that I wouldn't even say like, oh, not being friends, but like the fact that when I have like a sex story and I could just tell Mandy, if Mandy and I talked every day, it wouldn't be that good to see her reaction. Right. And I, I kind of think that almost makes it more fun. Oh, There's, for sure. And now, you know, it's great because we get excited to tell each other stories. There, Mandy and I have been through very tough times. Like, we would want to have a guest just so we wouldn't have to talk to each other mm. on, on some of those moments. But, like, to be able to jump over that, like, God damn it. Feels but good. I think that because I tell Rory that a lot, too. Like, we don't hang out a lot outside the show. But I think that that's necessary. Yes. Because if we did spend a lot of time together, it's like, what do we do once we're now in front of a camera? It's like couples yeah. that work together. What the yeah. fuck do you guys do? No, it's fucking insane. Also, Maul doesn't hang out, period. So Word. it would be tough that's we, fair. to begin. I mean, maybe that's why I don't see you as much. Oh, no, I don't go. I'm going to be honest. Rory, now that he's a dad, probably not. But like, Rory's an easy one to convince to get out the house. Yeah. I mean, listen, we're interviewing nannies now. I might return. <laughs> <laughs> I might make a return. <laughs> you back outside? I'm bringing Shorty with me, but. Yeah. Oh, now she's going to be right there. Oh, she's going to be right there. Oh, wait till, uh, we're, wait till we're done breastfeeding. It's right back to we. Molly. <laughs> What's it taste like? Breast milk? Um, it's. Design. Isn't it weird how it comes out hot and it's like obvious, but like. It's, well. it's more watery than I thought it'd be. It's like putting powdered milk in water and not stirring it up. Oh, you've had a lot of it. You know. I've only like had a nibble. We we work a lot and sometimes it's tough to get a meal in. So what? You know, if there's stuff in the freezer, I'll just defrost it well. By the gallon. Make a Mars bottle. This is when, you know, when moments are like, that's my white friend. Yeah. 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 It's my white friend. Just happened. You guys really think I just sit and drink breast milk? All <laughs> no, I, have some, I know. You I do think you did some white boy shit and drank it on your own. Oh, like a Tuesday. Well, you got, yeah. he, got, he has to taste it, obviously. Taste it. But I think. Weezy, when you have children, you will 100% taste your breath. Dude, this, this Every but human being mine. That. I need to make sure it doesn't taste like tequila. I got to pump and dump. That's, that's crazy. All right, but see, that's different because I don't look at my piss and go, well, that's mine. Let me taste yeah, it. Yeah, no. You're going to taste your breast what? milk. No it's one's milk. drinking it unless they are. I didn't. It's not like I chugged it. Have you ever peed on somebody? No, I, I'm too silly. Ew. <laughs> ew. Ew. Like I would start, I, I would just start laughing. It's been requested. I would, yeah. It, Absolutely. But I just can't. I, Do you find that it's been requested more like recently? Like, I feel like it's more popularized. In the last lot. three years, it's been requested. And I'm just by it's been requested by women that I've never even had an encounter with. Do they have a look? That's usually how it works. Do um, the girls have a look? Do they look like Wheezy? Oh, now she said they no. light skin bitches. What no. does it look the like? The one girl that asked me, I would have never guessed that in a million years. Like, what kind of jobs? That. Um, it's, 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 you can't really pinpoint it. Like, it's just, I think I know when I can tell in a conversation when I'm like, okay, she would, she would let me pee on her. You hmm. a what? Like, cause you say little things and you like, all right. Do you think I would let you pee on me? 100%. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not my thing. Let's add the Patreon. I, I think you would let me do it. <laughs> <laughs> I he's really, a, it's not really. He's a vegan. He just. The vegan, natural juices, water, like this guy's a great water. diet. Okay, this is about the nastiest thing I'll probably be say because I've grown. Roy just gave me my flowers and I'm like, I have to be in executive producer mode. And then you deflower drama. Yeah. Yikes. Took the name of the place is deflower. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a cum slut. Like, nice. I love cum. It's really bad. To the point where like, all I watch, I didn't notice this because he's filmed so many others and horrible. I watch so much Bukkake. Mm -hmm. Oh, right. Yeah. Like, it's my thing. That's fire. But... At Wait, the which same, is that again? 
uh, mad come on her face. Bukaki's like when just eight dudes just does gotcha. like cover now, girls. Now the face. issue is like I would never. Maybe it's just like my own whore phobia. Like I just can't. I've never even had uh, sex with two dudes at the same time, which mm. I think is like ho one on one. Like mm. I feel like I'm the only hoe I know that never did that. Okay, but. I you said you too. No, uh, I said one o two. Oh wow, 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 wow. <laughs> also, didn't deny it. please. I feel like threesomes with women are like whole one o one. Whole one o two. That's that's dude. Vanilla. We're seeing that shit on that's Netflix vanilla? with Housewives. They're not anymore. Yeah, you, that's you what could, I'm saying. So you can walk at, to Last Lap right now, and it's two women that are just like, that's "Hey, where we, I literally had most of my threesomes." Nice. That's why I'm not going to Last Lap. That's become standard. We're just so. Desensitized. Yeah. No, thank you. We all need steak in last lap at this point. Like at the point that we be selling the last <laughs> well, lap in a soul house. God damn. We've gotten enough threesomes. That was our pay. That's fair. Um <laughs> Bukagis. Yeah, getting spit roasted is way more vulgar. Spit, spit roasted? Yeah. What does that mean? So I hang with Y'all that. think he wouldn't have been the first oh, one to do it at the What at does the that have to do with anything? <laughs> Wait, Dude, what does no one's calling it spit roasted? Two men. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> he wouldn't have been the first one through the door. Two men, Rory, picture it. Yeah, no, Rory, don't picture tell it. me to picture that. Yeah, picture, picture it. it Rory. It's like IKEA furniture. It is two men. You're the <laughs> you build it. You're the ends of the couch. And yeah. What kind the... of places do you hang out? Where do you go? Last where do you, where, lap, Soho House. <laughs> yeah, Soho House, Lello House. No, that's too neutral. <laughs> what's Name? that? What's that London Bridge shit that people talk about? Oh, oh the London the Bridge. Something. Yeah, the Eiffel Tower. That's Tower. That's Eiffel Tower because they. They're, they're like, like in they're Paris. Like, they're holding hands. That's mad gay. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Why are you so intimate holding your man's hand when you're. <laughs> Never mind. Like but. to me. <laughs> that is crazy. I don't know. Like, it's super that's, intimate. That's I've always. I'm from the era where dudes call two men and one girl a train, which I don't think that's a train. I don't think that's a train either. I used to. I, I've thus changed my definition. It's not a train. It's a bus. It's a short bus. It's a bus. Okay. <laughs> well, anyway, I haven't done that. It's I'm a cum slut. I like cum. The girl I got out of school like at 2 30 instead of 3. <laughs> You like what? Nothing. Come, not pee. Okay. Because oh. I feel like pee was just like really get me cranked out. Is it the taste of cum or just like the effect of just? I being think covered it's like it? my. <laughs> I don't know. It's, well, it's definitely your brain. No, 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 like because it's not the taste at all. It's like knowing it's happening. It's like that I did it. It's like the feel of it. It's warm. It's messy. It feels like really slutty too. Everything you just said is pee is the same thing. No, it's not. No, it's not. P is warm. P is messy. P. Yeah. What am I? Yeah, but P doesn't. It's not solidified the way cum is. And the smell of P is crazy. And it's a way more of a cleanup. Have you put both in a beaker and like? (laughs) Well, (laughs) 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 the the cleanup, the cleanup for P is also like that. That that post P clarity, you're like, ah, now I need a towel. People with that we interview on horrible always talk about how they do it at hotels and shit. Oh yeah, you have. I'm like, damn, it's really that much of a mess. Or in the shower. People say they do it in the shower. I've heard that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like, I've never just, for me, pee doesn't do it. Also, maybe because, like, thinking about the stream and, like, ugh. You ever peed on a guy? No. I've tried to squirt with a dude that was, like, basically telling me to pee at one point. He was white. You knew him. That that one white boy I dated. He was at the live show, my first live show. Remember? Oh, yeah. Okay, yes. So... I remember like we were fucking and he like really wanted me to squirt. And I was like, oh my God, I can't. It feels like I'm going to pee, which kind of squirting can feel like sometimes. Like you're like, what is this? But he was just like, yeah, just do it. And I was like, mm. but <laughs> What was that noise? Like that was Did we get a, 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 a pet in the office? Yeah. I don't know. That was me wanting to be like, hmm, I don't know. <laughs> 
<laughs> you wanted to do it. But what, I didn't. But was it in your bed or his? Because that's if we it, were in a hotel. Oh, okay. Then yeah. And then I was like, but then my brain wasn't let letting fly. me let, let it, go. it rip. Yeah. I also like you have to relax. I, Turn on the hose. I have a lot of issues with like the subconscious of me during sex, like. If it's someone I'm like new with or not comfortable with or a moment I'm not comfortable with, like even if I'm going to come really hard, I'm like, oh, am I about to be ugly? Like I'll be having to chill out. <laughs> <Was that type of's laughs> I don't want to do like, that. <laughs> if, I went, if I went that far into the kink game, like we would have to stay together forever. Like, I'm, yeah, I can't like get in the P game. And this was like a one off. And they let you like, walk away from that. It's like yeah. till yeah, death do us part. You mind now? Point. Yeah. I can't like Rory P's on girls territory. Rory P's on girls. They'd be like, all right, so you could take this closet right here. This is your, <laughs> yeah. Your wow. side of the closet right here. It's not even that serious anymore. Bro, if Carisha's talking about it, if it's become like a marketing thing. No, because like, that's usually where I dictate my life as far as boundaries. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, she's the of uh, sex. Yeah. <laughs> that means like, all right, this is standard. Okay. Can I like, for example, there are certain things to me that are underground and then you get mainstream. Once I was hearing about this on the shade room, it just didn't feel like it was real anymore. It's kind of like bondage or BDSM. Fifty Shades of Grey ruined it. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like you guys met Sir Marvelous mm -hmm. or you had him on Patreon, right? Oh, yeah. Like mm -hmm. talking about fire play and things like that. Like, obviously, I remember when we were talking to him on Horrible, I'm thinking to myself, like, this is the next level BDSM. And this is the stuff I like talking about because we've already uncovered that yeah. on fucking Bravo when they play it now. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, Everything is just so condensed into mainstream shit. P is like that now. So I mean, what's what's the new underground? Tell us, like, what's what's the the new? Oh, you don't know about this yet. You ain't heard shit. Unreleased. Nah, shit is. Nah, the IG Scat models players, did all man. that in Dubai. Like that's they've been got exposed. For you know what? I think the new underground may come from Adam and Lena. No cucking. I'm gonna tell you why. I the think under, it's pretty fucking mainstream right now. Well, I think cuckolding. It's something we're all like, oh my God, you can't let your man in that. That's so weak. And da 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 da. Mm -hmm. So, Adam, who's mask presenting and confident with talking about it and like being on air with his girl about it, people are going to look at that and then realize maybe I would like watching my girl do that too. Nobody's jacking that. Yeah, but like in a That's not true. Mad people are jacking that. Not true. That. You're not jacking Yo, it. Mad people are jacking the that. Adam the is the only cuck that we jacking. The white jacket. That sounds. I truly think we are going to see a trend after that. No, we're not. And all I believe it's because group. you have to have that one person. And I'm not saying Adam and Lena are mainstream, but it was spread around enough to where there were some conversations that started in people's houses about it. There's no way that didn't. You're telling me you think in no world did someone watch that with their girl? And she was like, okay, but babe. What if no one knew? Or don't you think it would be hot? And then what if you left the room and it was super sexy and da, da, da. like there's a way there are men that are attracted to that. I don't necessarily know if Adam is like they make money doing uh, sex work together. But I do believe that like you can't you couldn't have hated it. Like you have some kind of turn on to it. I think that there's not many. I'm not saying that some people will not try it because obviously some people will. But we're not going to see a trend of married men letting their wives have sex with other men. We've seen swinging happen for years. For some reason, we think that's old school. That's old school. It's still someone fucking your wife. Nice. Yeah, but the way <gasps> you're right, it's not going to be. I feel like that's not going to be trendy. Like the way even threesomes have become trendy. I just don't see the world where men just let I know other men fuck their trendy. wife. It's just a trendy thing. Booty holes have become so trendy. 
eat it. Eat an egg ass. Sukihana, fucking eat it like groceries with, what, what was that, Janae Aiko? Mm. Yep. Something like, we keep hearing about ass eating to the point where we're like, this is like a pussy now. Oh no, I, I watch the flip phone to the iPhone. I watch men <laughs> taboo of oh, eating pussy crazy. to eating pussy being cool to then eating yes. ass. I've watched the whole transition. I'm saying, maybe I'm praying that we just don't get to the trendy shit where another man fucking your wife is a thing. Because we know, we know most of the people right now are sheep and followers. So if that becomes a thing, I think there's be plenty of men, especially young men, that think that is normal and okay and are going to put themselves in a position to think it's cool because it's trendy. You have open relationships that are Because I think there's mad polyamory. girls. There's mad girls now that I think but do threesomes just, that never would do them because threesomes are trendy and they think it's part of what needs to happen. Oh my God. The Rory, world that we get believe to. Believe that. I went on a date with a dude who told me he believes 90% of women he've dated are into girls. I said, that's no. not true. I said, what's happening is you lead the question as if you'd be turned on by it. They probably respond with, I mean, I would never had one, but I'd be down. Bro, if you would be down, it would have happened already. You ain't meeting bitches in their fucking 30s that have been into this and it just never happened. Like, it's happening because we're watching it happen with everybody on TV, movies, music. It seems like every girl is into this. And so when you have a guy that everybody wants, you think that's what you got to do too. And this is why bitches can't eat pussy when they fuck you. Because they Amen. think they're supposed to be doing this. That you're 100%. I have so it. many girlfriends that cosplay that buy shit and it's really annoying. I, 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 I match with a girl today. I'm like, so what, dude? Like, it's not. Now, what scares you me. Think it's hot you're not doing anything with to it. To go against my point that I just made is I think young men are way more impressionable than young women. So if it does start to become a trend, we're doomed. You know, like China, China should just take I'm everything I'm scared over. of Andrew Tate more than anybody else. Mm -hmm. I think that it's very scary because I agree young men are more impressionable. So I think when you have, because people are like, oh my God, but he has so many good points. You know what I mean? <laughs> like they love that line. Hitler was a good painter too. So I think that when you have someone that is making rounds with certain clips, mm -hmm. right? Um, and the things that we're mostly seeing are super salacious and damaging. That I don't want that guy to date your daughter that's watching Andrew Tate. Well, he's, I mean, he's really old and Amara's only six Not months. Not him, <laughs> but you know, the boys <laughs> that are watching it. You know what I'm saying? Like these teenagers that are looking how to pick up girls or whatever their rank, like the, um, the tagline is to get you to click. That's the shit that's scary. That the idea that women are disposable, you know, even in a platonic way, all of the men in this room have treated me kindly, waited for the Uber, whatever it might be, making sure I'm okay. Like these are basic things. So when you're watching someone that acts like women are nothing or they're just a bunch of them everywhere craving you, that's scary. Yeah. Well, that's why I thought Andrew Tate was dangerous outside of the character he was playing in the beginning. Mm hmm was I understood it was a character, but I thought younger men may not think this is a character and this is for Incels real. Incels are scary, dude. Look at Fresh and Fit. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I mean that Fresh and Fit and Andrew Tate to me are two totally different. Fresh and Fit is just weirdos. Andrew Tate- there, Probably smarter there, than me, right? There would be value in doses. I thought the clip with Adam and Lena being at the top of every headline right now and Andrew Tate also being at the top them talking and Andrew Tate saying what he said, I thought was important. Can no, you say he's maybe an awful person? Sure. He said, I'm not into this. This is uncomfortable. I've made mistakes my entire life of, of fucking women after woman after woman. It's chasing a high. I only want to sleep with a woman I love. That's what I want to do now. That's what's important. This is very detrimental to kids. 
stop thinking that I this know is okay. he ain't saying something was he did, and he smoked it but he's also a hypocrite and you could pull up a million terrible clips about Andrew Tate there is valuable shit especially in what we're talking about now with men being sheep yeah sometimes I think we need a little dose of extra masculinity on some shit yeah go be healthy go work out don't just live within this feminine world all the time as a man it's okay to be vulnerable have emotions but be masculine too that's okay, important. Mall had the Being healthy is beach. masculine. Working out is masculine. <laughs> Matter of fact, I said recently, somebody was like, oh, so you wouldn't date a dude with colored nails? I was like, I could do it with like a light design. And I remember your first one uh-huh. I saw because I'm such a Basquiat fan. I've tattooed on mommy. I think that was the first time I saw that. And mm-hmm. I was like, this is not weird to me yeah, like they, at all. They, they jack in style. You know how they do. Bruh, I'm glad you got it off now. Like, it's yeah, weird. It's, I did that already. But, you know, what you're already. talking about, I think the women are faulty of some of that too. Like, we are in a very, like the TikTok era of our lives. I hate it so much mm-hmm. because girls are clicking this shit of like, and maybe people think horrible decisions is uh, someone to blame for girls believing in a certain way or thing, but soft girl life. And this is how you do this and that. And I'm like, oh my God, bro. Like it's really ridiculous. Like the trend of personalities now yes, is a weird thing that TikTok and this like social clip era has started but that's why i don't go out no more because when i do go out for a quick second or to an event it's that's what the room is filled up now it's filled it's even though we're in the room people are still living online in the room now it's for like sure, everybody's yeah. on their phone everybody's shooting a video everybody's trying to create content it's like i came outside and i'm in the internet now i'm mm-hmm. in social media once i go to a an event and even when you meet them in person, they are the person they learned about on the internet. Yeah. Like they're trying to become their timeline I of everything they think they're supposed to do. It's the weirdest, it's the weirdest thing. And I know I sound old saying it, but I just, it's, I don't see how people actually have fun at some of these events. I don't get it. And that's where I guess politics probably started this entire thing where if you agree with one person or Agree with a clip from someone, you have to agree with everything. Mm. If you're a Republican, you have to agree with every last Republican shit, Democrat, and vice versa. I think Andrew Tate is not probably the greatest person. I think there's value in certain things he says. I think there's value in the soft life women trend. Sure. To some degree. It's how do we figure out to treat it like a buffet? Let's pick out the certain things that Andrew Tate is saying that are great. Um, let's pick out the soft life world of women that we but think we is important. A the lot soft of people life don't have a back, back. The soft life can easily turn in be a bum bitch. Maybe it's also like <laughs> not what we're not what see the real people in their is. early twenties. Maybe it's not like us right now. Maybe it's like the people we'll meet. But like at some point, we got to regress from social media, bro. Like it's almost like too much. That's what. But that's what I was saying when the whole threads thing happened. I was like, why are people dog? It's like another platform now. Like, why Why do you want to be on so many different platforms trying to be somebody, this, this, this character that you've created online? I just don't understand how people have time, like, for real life shit anymore. Because they're so busy. You have to fulfill so many different platforms in this character. So I, when you say go out, it's like, all right, where? Where are we going? If it's like, you know, a restaurant, say, okay, cool, I'll do that. I'll do dinner. But when you start saying a party, a show, club, I'm cool. I'm not doing that. Those events have taught me too that like there's a reason that I like normal guys. Okay. 
What's a normal guy? What's a normal guy? Yeah, to me, it's someone that kind of like is a little bit removed from my immediate like circle or like a degree of separation. Like, let's just say if they knew you, Rory, maybe they knew you from Queens. Mm. Not necessarily that they were like seeing you out or something. Like, I don't know. It's like I'm starting to feel like I'm in a bubble that I can't escape a little bit of uh, not necessarily industry things, but like attitudes and jobs and everything kind of feels the same. And then when you start dating, you're all talking about the same shit. Like, Mm. I don't really like it. Like the last three guys I've dated have worked in tech or were writers and it was fun. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and then I remember one of them recently said to me like, Oh, it's funny you say that because all your friends are industry. Michael, whoa, Questlove and Rory, like what the fuck? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like two people that are not. Yeah, I mean, you Questlove and Rory being your industry friends are crazy. <laughs> like Questlove and Rory, the rap nerd in me is jealous that Weezy is Kiki, way I'll closer friends with Questlove than, and I've never met him. Hey, is that not random as shit? How that happened after the roots? Yeah, picnic? you didn't say hi to him there. Why? We were right next to him. I spoke to him. Where? At Roots Picnic. Uh, Cause I'm, I don't know. I'm just not that type of person with people like that. Does that make sense? People it, like who? Quest? Yeah. Like people that I grew up like really idolizing. I kind of steer away from. Whereas people that I view as like my peer. Oh, you don't want that may be popular. It? No, not that. I just, I don't know. Like my first initial thought to someone like that would be like, Hey, I just want to say like how much you meant to like my childhood or like. Yeah. I think people still no. meet, love that. I, w- I hope they do. But they they know. And I'm not saying with me in particular. <laughs> like how many times do you think people have come up to Quest Love and be like, yo, you really changed my life. I've and heard it. He knows though. Like he knows how many people's lives You know something changed. very embarrassing I'm not happened saying to me anything new to him. We were at the Book of Hove shit and Miguel came up to talk to him. And in between it, he goes, oh, how you know this legend? And Questlove like made a joke like, she don't know three songs. <laughs> I was like, stop it. The scene. <laughs> stop, geez. You got me. You got me, yeah. Then the other one. Yeah, another one. Like, I went to the Most and Erica Badu concert. And Most Def is on like my short list of people that I would ever ask for a photo with just because that's how much I love Yasin. And we were backstage and I mean, it's like, oh, you want to go say what's up to most? And I was like, nah, never mind. He's off my, I wouldn't know what to, what am I going to say? That's to, why I couldn't talk to What am to I going to say to most? Like, it, it just, and it's a weird circumstance. Like, if me, you and Quest went to dinner, so that's drastically different than like at Roots Picnic. Mm-hmm. And it's like, hey, um, like, I really love your drumming. <laughs> like, what do you say to somebody in that environment? It's you odd. You just say, hi, I'm Rory. Nice. Not like that. Nailed it. Nice. But the same thing Nailed Julian it. Make said. sure you hey, TikTok it. Hey, I see what up? she's saying. Like, no. Yeah, like you don't have to just treat them like a Because you feel like you've got to prep that, for though. this moment of what do I say to them? Mine was different. I told Rory before I went to Questlove because I wanted to run it by him. My friend is, works with President Clinton and they, him and Questlove are extremely close. Him and uh, Bill. So they've done his podcast a bunch. They hang out a lot. And they had like a couple days before the festival were just together and I just went up to him and was like, hey, like, you know, I close with the president and his team. Like, they they really, I know he knows this. So I'm like, they speak really highly of you. And I name dropped like the few people that he would know in that of camp. Of course you did. Well, I had to because that's like what made it personable. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, oh, that's like really cool. And it was like, it was that. It wasn't like, I love your music. No shit. Like, I know I'm a fan <laughs> of your that's, music. That's what, like, yeah. I'm not going to say anything. I just never said, heard. like, yo, like people that I am very close with that you are also very close with, like, they speak extremely That is a good opener between yeah. when you don't know what to fucking do. 
But mm-hmm. then, but all right. Then so what? use Weezy then, like then what? That. It's always my thought with that. Like, let me just be like, oh, oh if you use Weezy like that, first of all, he really thinks he my bestie with testies. Okay, that's my dog. To the point where he embarrassed the shit out of me. I was on a flight, JetBlue, flying back right next to LL Cool J. Yeah, I was mad. Nice. So anyway. <laughs> yeah, I was mad. <laughs> <laughs> so I texted Questlove like, oh shit, dude. Da, 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 da. Whatever, we were in this group chat. You call him Amir yet? Or just... Yeah, I call him Amir. I've... But I'm saying that, Questlove, because I so feel like jealous. it's more relevant like, than the podcast. <laughs> he, does, he calls me Kila. He doesn't call me Wheezy. So an hour in the flight, and I'm like... Oh. LL Cool J's like, what's up? Yeah, Amir told me to say what's up to you. I was like, oh my God. Mm. Bro, I wanted to die. He was like, nah, you could have said what's up to me. And I'm like, why do people do that? I was like, let me see what he said. And he shows me his phone talking about... My friend who's really scared to talk to you is right next uh-huh. to you. Oh my e. God. That's hilarious. That's what, you, that's what friends are supposed to be. That's a good friend. No, nah, yeah. I don't like that. Yeah. But I'm telling you right now, if you went up to him and said, Weezy or Gila, he would probably take a selfie with you and be like, nah. But I, here's the thing. I also don't want to take a selfie with Quest Love or ask him. He and then, would. But then like, what? all right, if I go up to Quest and be like, yo, I know Weezy. Now what? You don't. But that's, you know, <laughs> like, I know you're such a weird, but you don't do it like that though. Your combo would not end there. Just I just awkward. don't understand like yeah. where oh, those conversations would go. I was thinking about dro- name dropping Rory and all uh, in front of Jay-Z. Uh-uh. <laughs> you know, you're, I'm too a podcaster. Okay? <laughs> I'm, too, I'm a too a podcaster. But you know, you know we wouldn't come up to him. So I couldn't talk to Beyonce. Alex did. But I was so easily being able to talk to Jay and Alex couldn't. He was like, bro, like I'm from like this is I'm from New York. This is who I grew up with. Not saying Jay-Z isn't important to all of us, but like to the degree that Beyonce was to me. It's interesting when you're an actual fan fan, it's the opposite. I'll go up to anybody about like, ain't you that nigga from Snowball? <laughs> I and, would probably be more comfortable talking to Beyonce than Jay just because of oh, okay. the, the fandom of Jay would get in the way of like having an actual... I think no, I agree you, with no, that. I'm no, you would not. Well, to be quite honest, when I, I met them, I didn't. I didn't say a fucking word to Beyonce. <laughs> I spoke to Jay for like two, three, four seconds. It was quick, but I could like I said something. Beyonce and I made eye contact. Thank you. You changed my life. I love you. I, I, I was also <laughs> smacked. It was that made in America. This this may be. Uh, you know, I I went to therapy. I went back for one session, so I think I know everything now. He's healed. Um, oh, I love it. I think this is PTSD. Guy. From Maul's brother, now that I think about it. Mm. What happened? <laughs> I've told this story before, but I'll tell it really quick to you. I was at the St. Thomas Airport, and I saw Maul's older brother, Biggs. And I went up to him and said, yo, I do a podcast with your brother. And he was like, cool. Didn't know my brother had a pod. So that's where I think in my How head. early on in the anyone podcast? Anyone that I idolized this as a kid. Early. Yes, yeah, this was early, early. Yeah. I was like. What like what am I gonna go up to say to? Oh no, anyone? that would have fucked me up too. No, because Biggs was right. Like what? I thought about saying something to Biggs when I saw him. I, am I gonna know mom? <laughs> but then I have to put myself in <laughs> in Biggs' shoes. He's there. I think he was with his daughter. No, no. What maybe one of my niece? One yeah. Like sitting there waiting for a delayed St. Thomas flight. And if anyone that's been in the St. Thomas airport, no matter what, it's so hard to even find a seat. It's awful. And just some kid is like, yo, know your brother. Do people, this like, is a what genuine was question. Like, All right, bet. Like, what, what do you want me to do? Do now? people Which go one? up to execs like that? Like, because your brother's not famous, famous, but we know his name. We know who he is. Do people that go up to him acknowledge him for who he is? Or is it more like, I need something? Maybe that's why. I feel like when you're the background person and someone knows you, they probably always got their hand out like this. But I only look at people like Big, Big so he Quest, just has an most like that. He has an unapproachable face. 
You yeah. do too. So I guess I see where the- No, I don't. Yes, you do. I have an unapproachable face. Yes. Yeah, oh. absolutely. You have a, a resting bitch face. Oh, yeah. and, and when I met your father in Harlem, I said, oh, this is where they get it from. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yes. Or you have so. one too. Oh, I, yeah. I, I think something I even face. said about you is that you're so sweet and nice. Like I, that, that to me, that's surprising. Really? But Maul is quiet if he doesn't know you, so he does come across unapproachable. But if you know Maul, he's the most approachable person. You just have to know that. But isn't that how it should be? Yes, I agree. Yeah. But like, if I don't know you, don't approach me. I hope this doesn't sound racist because like you're the black one on the podcast. Yeah. But say it. You look like the dick. <laughs> like wow. You do really? Yeah. Everybody yeah. thinks that Rory has Maul's personality, and Maul has Rory's personality. Everybody think Rory's like super friendly, and Maul. Oh, honey, because Rory be getting cunty when he mad. I love. <laughs> oh, that is that's my favorite. And when Rory is in like shit talking, I'll fuck with his motherfucking mode. I just be like, yes. Should see him at the airport. So I'm, oh, a got, big, wow. I'm a big, cunt. You got to see him when TSA doesn't let him through preach. <laughs> oh, I've seen Rory act like an asshole when he can't get into something now. Dixie, but. That shit is fun to watch. When someone's, it's very yeah. white privilege. His white privilege. One hundred percent. Oh no, hundred percent. I'm, I'm agreeing with you. My dad when was the last that. time? Because uh, I do get cunty pretty often. I don't know where. There's plenty of examples. I'm sure. Were we? I don't remember where I was with you. I know it wasn't the comedy store, but it was something where you shrugged like, like I'm just sit outside of this. Like what? The <laughs> and I was like, I damn. Like, oh, it is true. <laughs> I can see. So that's what Rory don't be doing that. I can one hundred percent see it. So Weezy, the whole, this whole uh, Carly Russell thing. Mm. Now it came out that you know this this is a, this was a woman that it was a hoax. She had the entire country praying for, her, hoping that something wasn't wrong. This woman wasn't abducted. Sex traffic organs taken from her. We didn't know what it was, but it came out yesterday that this entire thing was a hoax. They got her search history, a browser history. She's searching things like, do you have to pay for an Amber Alert? How to how to take money from a register without being caught? I don't know who. She might be the first person to ever Google that. How to take money from a register without being caught. Let me Google it and see what it says. <laughs> like, I just don't understand. Birmingham bus station, one-way bus ticket from Birmingham to Nashville. Taken. The Taken uh, film and maximum age for an Amber Alert. So all of these things came out. Uh, and the police department have concluded that this was indeed a hoax. She was lying. None of this is true. I just want your opinion on, is this what women are now doing to have a 48-hour rendezvous with their side uh, side nigga? Wow, it's true. Like, are we giving Amber alerts because y'all just need to disappear, vanish, and just go be with the for a little bit. for 48 hours? Is yeah. this what y'all doing? I would like to start by saying... I didn't even want to talk about this because I'm going to just say it and then we can make jokes. I was so mad at this bitch because the amount of missing black women. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's like, so that was, this was actually the biggest case I'd probably heard of. Mm-hmm. Like maybe the baby thing made it so crazy too. Yeah. But it was something that I felt like, damn, finally we're listening. Mm-hmm. Now it makes me feel like shit because I'm like, oh my God, now they're going to hate us because not saying there are more black women missing than white women, but as we only make up 12 and a half percent of the country, it's like proportionately larger. Right. So I was very upset. And there are still so many missing black women. We don't prioritize them. Now this hoe, I don't know. I'm going to be honest with you. I've done really dumb shit to go missing for a few hours. Yeah. Same. My favorite one is a fake sickness or 
lost phone. And then what I've done, this is real trash. Not in recent years because I have a lot more of like cojones. Cojones <laughs> is hilarious. But I have like back then I didn't know what to do. I would fake lose my phone and then send an email and be like, babe, I lost my phone. I'm going to get a new one at T-Mobile. Mm -hmm. Wow. And then you still have the like same, and then same I have crack screen that you had before. Shut up. And then <laughs> didn't show yeah. back up with a new phone, That's which funny. is stupid because I used to work at T-Mobile. <laughs> but then I would have my homegirl because I was like, oh, this nigga's on to me. And I forgot we went on like some hoe trip to Tampa to be on some fucking rapper's tour bus. This was so dumb. Tampa. Ugh. Which but rapper? From Tampa or he just happened to be in Tampa? No, it was like, I don't even want to say who they are, but it was like the Migos era. It wasn't Migos, but it was like that, like that, time. Uh, that kind of music back then. Mm -hmm. But, um, Trap. So basically, I was like, he's going to be on to me. Definitely. Text him and be like, hey, I just want you to, like, Weezy, to, you know, you know, Weezy's fine. She just wanted me to hit you up. Then I'll, like, call, hang up from her phone. I'd be like, babe, I just tried to call you. I have to go. <laughs> what? And you did all of that shit, bitch. You could have thought. No, we really, I really was like, after, like, the first day, I said, something is not right. I think that's one of those cries for help. Like, I don't really think it's, to me, when I see that, like, I've definitely... And this is, again, when I was younger, because I think when you're younger, how old is she? 25. 25. Nursing student. Maybe a little bit like earlier in age. 25, I was kind of getting with it. But younger, I thought that being helpless or something going wrong with me would bring a man back. Okay. So it would either be being like, if I was even had a cough, I would be like, oh, my God, I'm so sick. What if I have cancer? Like I was making shit up. I don't mm -hmm. know. I was just trying to go so far out there because you're like grasping at straws to keep a man. And honestly, we didn't probably all know a girl who's done this. I'm so sick. Oh, I think I'm pregnant. Oh, this mm. like, bitch. Yeah. Yeah. I've told a baby trap story. Yeah, like you don't really know what to do because you kind of want to bring them back. So you think dire straits will bring them back. So... Well, I mean, let's give her credit then to evolve the game. It went from I'm pregnant to Amber Alert. Now the child's actually missing That's rather hard. than mm -hmm. now I'm pregnant without a real child. Shout out to the people that she, knew she was lying from the jump and were like, how come nobody else seen the baby? Actually, do you really think this is, has something to do with a man or do we think this woman is mentally ill or I'll take it a step further. All of this is completely fake and those aren't even her parents and none of this is real. Uh, what if there's a room that is still real? I think she may just had a, like a fucking mental episode and was just trying to get some attention. But she works in health, which makes that I hear what you said. But she's in like a nursing student. What does that mean? I'm just okay, saying. We met like, dumb teachers before. Aren't they? Yeah. I, mean, I don't know. Like I would imagine. She's I think a little more, Julian is saying she has some. So she, she has to be mentally there. She's mentally stable enough to yeah. be oh, like okay, a nursing okay, student. Yeah. Like. Well, nobody's mentally stable enough to fight through really good dick. So maybe it is a man. That's insane. Because I... It's definitely a man. As many flowers as you gave me at the first half of this show, as many things that I could do that are great, boy, when dick comes around, am I dumb? I mean, I you can literally fuck the accolades out of me. If you fuck me good, I might put a car in my name for you. Like, I get stupid. Come out like sonic rings. Okay, but like you as much have as a I bitch give call you here. with a bunch of hearts after fucking me and be like, yo, that's my fucking mom, bitch. What's wrong with you? And I'm gonna be like, babe, I'm so sorry. Well, let's bring up the list of the things she searched. Right. Where in this makes y'all think that she's trying to find a way to get the dick back? Um, well, one way bus ticket. There you go. So, I mean, she's moving in with him to Nashville. You're saying the gentleman is in, in Birmingham? No, to Nashville. To Nash Nashville. Okay, gotcha. Tennessee. How Okay. It so wasn't Nashville on that top 10 list of uh, most... Um, slutty? Slutty, whatever it said, most the, the cheating cities. Yes. I think Nashville was on I don't. I don't think this had to do with cheating, though. I actually don't. 
I don't think this had to do with a man at all. I think this is a very sick woman. What if you were about to go chase some dick, you're gonna Google taken? <laughs> like, please explain to me why well, everyone keeps thinking this woman case? had some relationship outside. All right. This is just it's a simple I'm semi joking about the man thing, but it's a, I actually believe 30% of that. Only because I don't know if at 25 I'd want my parents to freak out for me more than I would a man. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like kids, maybe. Think what if Taken like- is his favorite movie and she never saw it? Okay. She Googled Taken for ideas on how to make her. The money out of the cash register was the thing that actually made no sense to me out of the other things. But I, she was bored. You guys do know the premise of Taken. Yes. This woman didn't have a special set of skills. Like I don't understand where the Taken script was going to get her to where she didn't have any skills at all. (laughs) She wanted to look like she was the person who was taken. That's why the Uh, victim, not Liam Neeson. Yeah, that's kind of funny though. Yeah, I understand that. I thought she thought she was Liam. Yeah. No, no, Rory. What? Okay, Rory. Are you too a fucking? She found the kids. She found the kid. Yo, <laughs> Liam was trying to find the kid. No, I, I, she that, found the kid. No, well, she did the kid. Okay, taking is a no, one big Amber she alert. She wanted to make it, it seem is. like somebody was setting her up. She wanted the kid. Oh, I saw a kid on the highway. Gone girl shit. Yes, like oh, so that she can go and pick the kid up, and somebody took her, which is what everybody thought. She, but is that a thing? I believe that. that maybe we've heard that. That's happened that, before. That's right. where she got that idea. Yeah, yeah, that happened. She That's had a, like um, luring them into the uh, car. They said she had a small injury on her lip and a hundred and seven dollars in cash in her right sock. Nice. A small injury on her lip. Yeah. Yeah, you know. No. I think it's a conspiracy. She probably tripped. And aggressive head. All this shit is fake. So you think aggressive all head. Of this is fake? I think all of this shit is fake. You the searches, the searches give it up. It's like when you're trying to like, like if you want to stage a fight and you, I just come in here and I just start breaking everything and like laying blood in specific places. That's what those searches look like to me. Like, I'm mad. You I guys are taken away from the Take genius of that bitch and Gone Girl. No. <laughs> they even bring up Gone Girl in this scenario. What? <laughs> Where in the Amber Alert, if that's the decoy to get abducted, would you want to search Amber Alert? Can I ask this is the worst screenplay I've ever heard. You, that's why I think it's fair. How do you pay, do you have to pay for Amber Alert? What does that mean? You can't. You, you don't can't pay, pay for it. It's Amber not Alert. like a subscription. No, I know, but I don't understand girl. why that was. No, a, she said I have a monthly subscription to Amber Alert. <laughs> no, she wanted to. I lose kids that much. She searched what's the maximum age for Amber Alert, meaning if she goes missing, will no, there be an Amber Alert put out for her? Meaning like she may not want to be found. She searched also. Can you pay for an Amber? What's the old person alert? But she brought up an actual life alert. No. Life alert's the old life alert. I'm the crazy yeah. one No, there's here? an elderly, if an elderly person's missing, it's also a color. It's life alert. You have to, oh, if an elderly person there. is missing? Yeah. Oh, I had oh, it on my phone recently. It's called COVID. Uh, butterscotch wow. brown. I think it was something to do. It was almost gray. Yeah, it might be, it might be cold silver or something like uh, that. Silver sil- alert. The silver alert system. That's it. Yeah. Silver alert. <laughs> so you guys think that the amber alert she wanted for herself, not no. for the toddler that it's she made for the up? toddler. Yes. Wait, for herself? What the fuck would she need it for the toddler? But why would, why would she, she need it for herself? Age? How old is this woman? Wait, hold on. You guys think obviously no, that's you guys saying. think she had to make up in her head a toddler existing and amber alert searches were for herself, not the because she's not the baby she's, she's making she searched up. what's the maximum yeah. age for an amber she's alert. Oh, know. Okay. she was well, old enough. She was too old to have an amber alert on. Because she's saying there's gonna be a missing person report on me, but what about an amber alert? No, I thought she was thinking. Cause he gonna be looking for me. She's twenty. She's exactly. twenty. I thought she was looking for information of what age she wanted to make this kid when she called nine one one. That might be the kid. Yeah. I don't think I'm as. 
No. Once oh, I know I think I'm right a lot. I think I'm right right now. I think I'm right right now. That might be a good one because she did call 911. Yo, we need to hear that tape. When they Why do y'all think scene? she would be the Amber Alert? It's the kid she made up. They released a tape already. Of her speaking to the, to the 911? Yeah. Did it sound good? Yeah. No, it was sound good. I mean, believable. Sorry. <laughs> it, it was <laughs> funny. Notes. The, the, way it, <laughs> the way it was described, because I was listening to it while I was looking at Amara. She was like describing what you would think a baby would look like, but it was the highway. It was like, yeah, I don't think they have pants on. It looks like just a diaper. I'm like, yo, did you really think this through? No baby is walking around play, 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 play. on the highway with a diaper just chilling. Also, is this a story? What do you yeah. mean to talk about? It's a story because of what Weezy said. It's, it's, there are black women that are abducted and missing. So. No, those don't ever actually make yeah, nobody the ever real oh, story. That's why you think it's a conspiracy? Like, this, no, gives a no, I don't, but this, I don't know if it's a conspiracy. It's just, it's, it's bullshit. Let's say The this, baby makes it the story. That's what makes it the story. The because fact that a, a woman saw tra- a baby. trafficking cases, normally, we don't have like a a tracking other than a text message of someone feeling uncomfortable. Yeah. It's never this elaborate. It's never the family's hearing them scream. I've seen some of them. I was almost going to work on a podcast about missing black women. Didn't get approved. And, uh, no one cared. Huh? Uh, no one cares for real. Yeah. Like they, maybe they didn't feel like people would connect to this enough. I don't know. Chad there could be, a, the voice it over. could be a plethora of other reasons, but specifically in the person fighting for them was telling me like, People don't feel like the story, she didn't use the word sexy enough, but like good enough or like dramatic enough to make a movie from because it's probably someone they know. A lot of Ubers. Uh, and normally when I get in an Uber, this was something only in Atlanta I remember declining. So I get a lot of Ubers where someone's picking me up and it ain't the person on the thing. Mm-hmm. But like we're in such a busy city in New York. I'm like, whatever, this nigga ain't got a license. He need to make some money. You know what I mean? Uber Eats too. Maybe they send someone to do it. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I know how hard it can Wait, that's happened to you with the the driver? I've just seen it. Uber it, Eats, that happens all the time. Like the person on the app is not the person that brings right. the food. Yeah, that was in, I, it's Uber happened too. once or twice with the, with the driver. But like maybe, and this is maybe my fault. I just didn't feel as unsafe because the car matched. I don't know. In Atlanta, three. Three. The first fucking three that I called we're not the driver. And I kept declining it because I heard that it's a, it's a high uh, human trafficking area. Mm-hmm. And so just, you know, learning about those people that were trying to do the show, they were telling me like, there's really no document of yeah. it because the second it happens, it's done. I know Uber and Lyft have tried to implement something where you hit the SOS button. But even mm-hmm. then, I think what we need though, because of all the people that have been missing, especially women, I think there's got to be something where you can have an option to keep your location on when the phone is off. Uh, there is one for the iPhone right now. What is it? Like, it tur- like if your phone turns off, I don't know if it has to be like with the latest models, but if your phone turns off, the find my location is still on. That's, oh, that's really good, good. Yeah. But I mean, I-, I think this would be a non story if it was true. Let me not even get my conspiracy back. If let's, it was let, true. Let's just say that this mentally ill woman pretended to see a toddler and came back. That's the story. If a if a black woman actually disappeared in this scenario, I don't really think we'd hear about it. It may hit local news, but the fact that journalists looked at this case and was like, this sounds fake, and we saw what the Jussie Smollett shit did, this is now going to be our 24-hour news cycle for the next week. No, but it, I, it was so fishy in the beginning that journalists were like, well, now we have content for another week. But you missed if the this part, was a woman that actually baby, we think though. disappeared. I was going to say the baby. The fact that a, a woman said she saw a baby 
walking by itself. A girl stopped to help the well, baby. Well, no, and I guess he's not missing it because he still thinks that the baby is the reason she stopped. But I think what you're forgetting about, even if it is conspiracy, like we're louder. And by that, I mean, people that care about black people, not even just black people, people that want to be social justice warriors. People are mm -hmm. loud about telling you something's going on and wrong. Mm -hmm. And I really think that that's why the story's big. Mm -hmm. that, I mean, I remember the second I saw it, I sent it to maybe five people. You know, how you have you send your memes to like yeah. the mm -hmm. top few people. Like I was like, oh, my God, all caps, like just sent it. Mm -hmm. Right. Just because I'm trying to share it just to talk about it. I wasn't even the person that reposted it because I'm a piece of shit, I guess. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But yeah, like, did you not share it when you saw it? I shared it with somebody sent it to me and I was like, damn, that's fucked up. OK, see, so you got the caption like a woman saw a baby. A bunch of people. And yeah. Like, where's the woman now? But you guys also know that like the real journalists talk to the precincts and the cops before information that we ever get. I think everyone knew immediately yeah. this was bullshit. Yeah. And because it was bullshit, now we are going to make sure this is in the news cycle. We're going to say we don't know what happened, even though they know. Yeah. Damn near down to the, the fucking submarine. The submarine. They, they Ben knew that that submarine exploded. Okay, that so day. The, you're and not I'm, saying, and I'm saying if her I, is the conspiracy theory. The, journal, the media is using it as... I, I think a couple things can be true. But let's say that there wasn't a conspiracy and a black woman just disappeared on the side of the highway and it really looked like a black woman disappeared on the side of the highway. This is not a news story. Nope. No. I Even think with the baby. I nope. think I think journalists get the 911 calls before us. They talk to every investigator way before we get to see anything. Mm -hmm. And everyone all said, yeah, this is bullshit. And we haven't talked. Stop talking about Jesse Smollett in five fucking years. Go. We got a new one. <laughs> like, People do like it's so easy. If it was stories, though. Um, did y'all watch, um, and we love true crime shit. Even my, the, I admit it. I was wanted the Netflix series. The moment I saw the headline, I was like, Oh, can't oh wait. I love a good Netflix documentary. <laughs> I was actually going to bring one up cause they started talking about, it was, um, it was a girl whose parents, they were trying to make the parents look like they were bad. And the mom killed herself. What's wrong with Sarah? It's something like that. Something always wrong with Sarah. Always <laughs> oh, a Sarah. It's basically the show about this white girl who had some weird disease and her parents were fighting for her to be in the hospital. And the only thing that could help her was ketamine. And so the next hospital she went, she was having in severe shakes and ketamine therapy worked. What ended up happening. Watch who killed Sarah. Is that it? No. No. Who killed Sarah? Something different. So basically Sarah what happens is the hospital, the next hospital they went to, I guess a hospital can take your kid from you if they think that you're doing them wrong. And the mom was so depressed about what was happening to her kid, she couldn't believe it was taken from her, that she fucking killed herself. So the daughter is in the documentary talking about how much her mom loved her. They have recordings of her like, please, mommy, I want to see you and I miss you. And like, literally, she killed herself. The day the judge told her that she couldn't hug her in the courtroom, killed herself. So a journalist starts to find stories that are similar, right? Because there's so many holes in what's going on. Journalists are just super attracted to things that aren't fleshed out and they all want their big break. Yeah. So maybe it's not a conspiracy more than it's like, oh, I want to break the story. That's how journalists end up getting super paid. How many fucking writers do we all know in some news outlet? If you broke a story, I mean, look at Sylvia. Mm. You know what I mean? Sylvia O'Bell is who I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. Like, I think I've heard about her from BuzzFeed. Right. Follow her online. You know, when you're Internet friends with somebody. But after I saw that shit on the cut, I was like, wow, now I'm wowed by you. Not saying I'm not trying to say she wasn't a great journalist before. Right. But there's always a piece that makes people know your name. Mm -hmm. Now, she didn't obviously have to get some bullshit 
to get that. But like, that's what journalists want to do. That's what news reporters want to do. So more than it's conspiracy, it's the fight of getting the most followers in their world. And that's kind of my point, because what's going to break a journalist? A black woman actually disappearing or a black woman lying about disappearing? Who broke the fucking lie first? Who was ballsy enough to say she was a liar? But either way, that's going to get more coverage. But that's slippery. That's a slippery because nobody could have publicly went out and said, this is bullshit. She's lying. Well, Tucker Carlson was on the air. He would. Because you, it's like, if she's not lying, you know how crazy you look. It's like basically you flagging off oh. black women disappearing. I ain't gonna hold you. I was fighting for Jesse for a mini. Yo. <laughs> oh, no. I knew that was bullshit. Moment. What? Damn, I knew I that was bullshit oh. before I was in. I, He's I, I, black I saw that case. But that's, no. that's not, that's true uh, in our podcast world. If we look crazy lying about something, the biggest news people on earth lied about Benghazi for years and all are still the top news people of all time. That only happens to us. Mm-hmm. If we go out on a limb and say someone's lying and they weren't, our careers are over. Mm. Yeah. The top news people lie to our faces every day. It comes out the truth and then they move on to the next thing. What do you thing. think Don Lemon was about to do or say? How the fuck do you lose that job when everybody loves you? I no, mean, they, he was not loved. He was not loved. He, they, he was who? Internally. Viewers? Not loved. Doesn't matter if it was internal. The he viewers does. love you. He, that uh, shit matters a lot. His, his problem, I think, in the news game was there's mad people that hate Tucker and then there's a lot of people that love him. Don was kind of hated by everybody. Yeah. He didn't, he needed to pick a side. Mm. He's what news should be. You should just be unbiased and kind of go with whatever the topic is and then form your opinion. Mm. That's not what news is now. Don needed to stay on one fucking side and shut up. Like either serve this side or serve this side. Stop being in the middle on stuff. Do you know I thought that 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 they were going to do something to Andy Cohen because that video of him like touching on the black dude came out and I was like, oh my God, are they trying to take him down? Like, I really was thinking, like, <laughs> what does this mean? Like, mm. now I'll put my conspiracy back. Like, we all love Andy Cohen. You know what I'm saying? He's a gay, single dad. You know what I mean? Did all that shit. Like, now there's this video of him. He was, I remember it was Pride Weekend in New York, and he was touching some black dude's nipple. And people were like, ugh, now he's preying on young men. First of all, he's not that old. He's rich and cute. We should only be so lucky to get him. <laughs> All right. <laughs> now that you say that, so we have this segment now, right? About the same way Biden was just sniffing that baby's hair the other day. Oh, man. <laughs> That's why they really put this story out to distract us from that cocaine they found in the White House. Oh, my God. See, that, that news just completely disappeared. Nah. That's, that's a non-news story to me. If that was in Trump's White story. House or Biden's, I think that's a non-news story on both sides. Bro, I'm going to be honest with you. I do wish when I eat a bar, I'm going to bite her fingers. I don't want to eat her. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm saying when I meet her, like, I feel like when I meet your kid, I'm going to, like, I want to eat babies sometimes. (laughs) Not really, but I'd be like, ah. Yeah, you know, just a little, yeah, no, it's a nibble. Like, like human you're hanging out with in Paris and playing poker with, talk about eating babies and shit. Hold yeah. on now, just go. because I joined the Illuminati doesn't mean that you need to get in my business. <laughs> when I eat your baby, you got to drive the listen, in that bottle. Your lifestyle <laughs> is your lifestyle, but to keep your paid dues up with the Illuminati, you're not going to sacrifice Amara. Or not sacrifice. find another baby. <laughs> but maybe like he had that. I just want to fight for Sleepy Joe. But I mean, it was fucking Why? weird. The only thing I could think is like, I smell babies all the time. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, but it's not as weird if you do it. Why? Because I'm a woman? Yes. Yeah, you're not an old white man. Yeah, I guess that's fair. Yeah. I, I just also like, don't, if you don't know that baby, and like, if you're the president of the United States, like maybe just don't hey, baby. the baby. Yeah. Like there's like baby. little things I think just that come with the job. Hmm. 
if you're going to be the president of the United States, I think you forget. Like, don't pay your taxes. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> just like maybe don't sniff a baby. Don't yeah. pay your taxes. Yeah, just don't do that. There's well, no way he just. I think that they act like. Maybe because you're not a celebrity, you can't imagine like cameras being all over you for the rest of your life. Like, mm -hmm. for example, like super big celebrities, right? Like a Kim Kardashian. She's constantly watching herself. She's posing. She's doing this. Maybe Joe is too old to remember his job. Yeah, that's why he shouldn't be hey, old. Maybe. To stay oh, awake. We got to get him out of there. But if it comes to fucking DeSantis or Joe, I'm picking a fucking motherfucker who sleep. If this whole case, if this case happened in Florida and not Alabama, I would 100% conspiracy. Somehow DeSantis is involved in this. Oh, yeah. Taking the black woman down. Because <laughs> I'm curious where this is going to manifest itself into the campaigns that are about to start. Somehow her name is going to be dragged. In. Somehow. And if her parents aren't, I need the men in black aren't crisis for actors all of us on this one. Because I'm trying not to be that person. If her parents aren't crisis actors, if that's your family member, are you getting on the news? I have fears. Like I have a few cousins that have Facebook where I'm like, oh yeah, you went a little too right. And it scares me sometimes that like when the news comes out with like mass shooter that loves You don't think on, they believed her? I'm like that. I can see my cousin doing that. Dude, they I'm never getting on old. the news to talk about that after, after my, my mom believes every time someone calls her about a free cruise that they're not trying to get her social. <laughs> like old people don't <laughs> grasp. So it. after that happens to your mom, are you getting on the news and talking to everyone? No, about my what point your is family member. They probably did? were really believing their daughter not looking at the signs. They're not on social media seeing everyone say she's trash. They, mm. They're on the phone with the police thinking their daughter's missing. They're freaking out. Yeah. She comes home, probably does a whole act. You know how many times I've lied to my mom when I was a kid? Right now, too? Yeah. She still believes me. Yeah, but I'm not. But being gone for a couple of days and just popping back up, that's it. Like, what? How, what's the first thing you say to your parents? Surprise. Maybe she's going to say she blindfolded. I don't know. But I think they probably believe her. And you remember when they said... The mom was like, um, I couldn't even touch her, kiss her. I had to give it a second. Like, maybe the police were like, hey, when she comes back, be soft. Like, I don't know. I do think that if if it was our kid, you're the only parent in the room, right? Yes. As, a, As of now, yeah. As a father, I don't know. You might just be like, everybody, fuck everybody but my kid. Sorry, what was that last part? Uh, yeah, I'm, wait, hold on. I'm saying fuck everybody but my kid. Oh, okay, well, my gotcha, kid gotcha. is saying Oh, okay. not we're fucking the kid. I know, you, okay. you wanted to eat tomorrow, and I was just curious. Oh, sorry, sorry. Sacrifice her. No, no, you might be like, should my kids write everybody's a piece of shit? Yeah. You I know mean, what I, I would feel afterwards, though, because as a parent, when she comes back, you just want to make sure she was okay. And then when things started adding up, I feel very weird about myself. Like, damn, I raised a sociopath. What does that say about me? Oh, my God, bro. Murderer parents? Fuck. Are they just sitting there like, yo, like, did I drink too much? Because, <laughs> I mean, listen, there's people have mental health go? issues. There's chemical imbalances. Don't get me wrong. But at the end of the day, there is some influence from your parents if you do some shit. Also, we That's all get you have um, to feel intrusive thoughts. Like, for no one that's ever heard this, it's basically like my biggest intrusive thought that I always get is leaning over a balcony when I start thinking... If I jumped, like, if, if I fell, would I die? Like, how would yes. it happen? I have, I, have, yes. I have similar thoughts like that. But yeah, because like. we're friends because you're weird. <laughs> but, like, I think we've talked about ours. But, like, yeah, you kind of think of what would happen if I did this. Or what if I jumped in front of the car or something like that? I think it's when... It's going to hurt. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. We know that. But you're like, ooh, you see this flash of it. Yeah. You want to feel. You kind of want to feel it, experience it. I think it, everybody oh, has it in them. I, I think that just some people are Looney Tunes. I have never thought about jumping in front of. I don't think not how much thinking it would about hurt. doing it, but you've never stuff I wouldn't have to do anymore. Ever said an one? Yeah, 
I just think about more. my to-do list and my deadlines where no. I'm like, oh, I could just jump. No, yeah, there's no more not deadlines. suicidal thoughts. <laughs> no, that's a deadline. That's a deadline right there. That is a deadline. final deadline. Yeah, that's final. Deadline. It is a deadline. Yeah, you gonna meet a deadline for sure. I have that drive-by fear that we've discussed. That's a fear. That's not like that's well, anytime you see it's an intrusive thought. Every, anytime like, you see three black night, men in the car, it's late at night and there's black people in the car. I'm like, oh my god, I'm gonna no get intrusive thought is like you're walking down the stairs and you're like, I should just jump to the bottom. Like I should just throw myself. Well, I, I do think about the yeah. control I have on my life. Even when I'm driving a car, I'm like, I could literally just take one wrong left going yeah. 70 right now. Yes, like just yeah. one little inch. Well, you just got that lease, and lease. I could ruin everything. It's a weird feeling. I don't. If you're standing on a balcony too, it's like that's I could just nature. fall. Damn, no, we're really suicidal. Gets me a lot. Jesus, I was. On my I don't think we're escape. weird in thinking that way. I was on my fire escape going down the lad the stairs, and you know they don't update those stairs like they're just no. old wrought iron. And the stairs snapped, and my foot like jammed into the next one, and I like kind of sprained my pinky toe, or whatever. But I had that thought. I was like, this whole thing could just collapse, and I'm like six stories up. Mm-hmm. I was having a lot of those thoughts when the Miami building fell down. Oh, same. Oh, oof! I was getting scared, bro. Because our buildings Miami are similar. Just no, just buildings, just old buildings. Like, bro, I know we live near each other. Yeah. This shit is old, bro. It like, is old. I be. Do you remember when my apartment got fucked up? I don't know if anyone remembers this, but maybe you do, Edit. I think I do. Yeah. I came back from LA one day. Me and Nina, who's my dog, walk in my bedroom, and the fucking ceiling was on my uh, bed, yeah. mm-hmm. and I was like, okay. <laughs> Well, I'm not going to deal with this tonight. And I went and stayed at the public. But I'm going to tell you right now, I think about sleeping in my bed, even though they fixed the fucking roof. And I'm like, it's going to come down. It's going to come down. Mm -hmm. Basically, what happened was my building is old. Brick building. Apparently, bricks can fall when they've been exposed to so much water and snow. And over time, they just push and push and push down. Mm -hmm. Now, yes, it could take 50 or 100 years. But this might be year 49. The Lower East Side is one of the oldest yeah, neighborhoods all, in New York. All of our buildings, yeah. our buildings are pre-war buildings. Yeah, like they're all old school walk. So the housing projects in New York City, exactly. yep. all bricks. <laughs> yeah, cool project we live in. But me and Julian are two different type of people. I just want to say, Julian moved to the Lower East Side. I had a different energy than me. How? No, you guys. I just both, can't afford to you live. Guys both represent two different sides of the Lower East Side. Thank you. You're How? both LES, but you're different. How? That's why LES. You run into so many. How. How? Yeah, you're just know. saying you give drunk white boy no that goes evidence. to SantaCon, babe. I've never been he to definitely SantaCon. Does. But you give the energy. But I never <laughs> you gone, give so the Okay, well, I've never fucked two guys in a threesome, but I give the energy that I would. Apparently, Maul thinks I'd let him pee on but me. But I didn't put up that on your jacket. Like, what, what what's the argument you're making, Rory? That you, uh, that you, you get scared the... when you see black men in a car. <laughs> <laughs> that was for content. And, and then, yeah, and then I... Easy gets aroused. Yeah. <laughs> That's the difference right there. Wait, what LES person am I? Yeah. You are the highbrow. I think you look above the regular LES type people that go to the bars. Whereas Julian thinks he's one of those people, but he's not. Wow. Really. You guys are the same, but view shit differently. What do you mean? Wait, wait, wait. What am I? I'm. We the, do the same thing, but I think I'm better. Yes. Oh, you, I, I'm a dive okay. bar. I love a shit dive bar. You you think that you are one of the LES people that goes to the dirty bars and hangs out, but you are actually Wheezy. Wheezy just knows she's better than everyone there and goes to hang out with Questlove and Bun B and Taylor Swift. Yo, look what therapy's done to She knows she's above these people when she goes to this place. You think you're one of the community. I used to love But Max you're both Pitt. above. No, you both I, think you're I above. I teeter the line of both. Like, Is that the, why we the, go to last lap? Because that's not I really, See, I don't go to last lap because I don't like hanging see? out. See? I see? You just no, 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 I don't like spending nights out with industry people. I hate it. 
I don't want to. I don't like running into people You're that are in the scene. Did he not just prove my point exactly? No, I'm saying yes! I, I, I do th- both worlds. You think I know I sounded that- crazy until he explained it for me. Okay, you know how you, I get, think, you know how I know he's right. You think you're part of that? No, you're not. You're the industry person. You're I talking know President about. Clinton. Whatever. She right. at least acts. You just referred to <laughs> ex President Clinton as Bill. Bill. <laughs> like <laughs> what? His name is fucking Bill. You, that ain't your homie. Like what you talking about? I see him more than you. I don't want to see that's him. That's not true. Now he tried to fuck. Like, no, he's not too much on my friend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, what? No, but my point is, I like doing normal shit. Like, that, how is that weird? How does that make me? I'm well aware that this is a whole thing. This is a scene. This is all like Because this is the truth. The this Lower East Side people that actually go to dives are going to bars we barely know. You know how many times I've been like, you hang out there when I talk to some people random white boys. People think I spend so much time at Ludlow House. My favorite dive bar is like, right. I'm never going to say it on air, but it's right there. And I will never fucking talk about it. Iggy's? No. Yeah, you're still proving my point. Does the Lower East Side really have like that's real not- dive bars? Like, yeah, is that of course. a real yes. dive it does. Yeah. Yes. Lower East Side Dives is a great page. And if you guys want to like find some bars you've never heard of, like definitely go support those bars because the pianos and kind regards, they're already getting so a much piano. money no, flooded into them. Places. And a lot of these other bars you like have been there for years. Like just take a walk. Like most, I mean, I've lived in Lower East Side a long time and I've got to learn from people that are from there, which interestingly enough are mainly Puerto Rican, Indian and Chinese. But all we see is white boys. Like it's weird. Or like the white girl that's like, oh my God, yeah. Like my parents just got me my first apartment. Like they're living there. It's weird because the people I feel like like in my building, like in your building, like it's the people that live in the neighborhood aren't the people that go out there. Like the 22 year old, the college girls, like the white scene. I, those aren't the people I see at like in the daytime when I, at daytime at noon on a Wednesday when I'm going out to like hit the bodega or like grab something or go to the gym I don't see those people it's when the sun goes down and they all just fucking pack outside of like hair of the dog or some shit yeah no those shit those people don't live over there they're all yeah. coming from Murray Hill and Fidei and I think as two industry people in Jersey it kind of gives you a stat to say I live in LES even though you're just like me and should just move to New Jersey like the no. rest of us. Oh no, I should be sad. living in Tribeca. <laughs> it's convenience. Yeah, but I think that that when you talk to other industry people, like, oh no, I still, you know, I'm an LES still. I lived in Brooklyn for like three years before I moved to LES. I just got a good deal on a spot. At least Wheezy feels inferior. I just think you think you're part of the community. No. <laughs> what? Yo, stop going to therapy. <laughs> I just want to say he's right. <laughs> <laughs> Do you ever tell them I walk downstairs? I could be on my way to a dive bar and be like, ugh, look at but this trash. I think that feeds <laughs> I, I think that bars. feeds Wheezy's ego to live in LES and go to those dive bars and just look and be like, ugh. It's nice to be around people and better than I'm gonna be honest. Even when I do drugs, I like talking shit about people on the like when we, yeah. when me and Roy were high as fuck, like I think arrogant. my jaw was over here, and I was like, "Look at these people! It's so much fun." You're like clenching their jaw and shit. You're like, "Bro, like I subscribe to the Zeus Network, and then I'll be the first person that might reply on Hollywood Unlocked." Look at like, this filth! You guys are supporting this. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, let's get into some voicemails real quick. Yeah, after that conversation, let's guide uh, our listeners yeah. into relationships. Uh, well, because Weezy's here, I feel like we should lean into more of the relationship stuff. Oh, yeah. As if we don't anyway. Right. But this is a this is a fun one to start with. Hey, what's up, y'all? My name is Ryan, and I'm calling in about a situation that's been going on for about four or five months at this point. So uh, I'm in my mid-20s, and I recently connected uh, with my, I guess I had a crush on the same girl. 
um, from the time we were kids. Um, but life kind of took us in different directions and she never really gave me the time of day when we were kids, but we connected as adults and we've kind of, we're a really good, I guess, compatible, I guess our personalities and our lifestyles compatible with each other. So she'll come down. We live in different cities, but she'll come down and spend two or three days out the week with me because she has to come down for work trips. And we've been doing that for about four or five months at this point. Um, the reason why it's an issue is because she's coming down to see me while she also has a boyfriend that she's been with for about four or five years. It's become even messier because I got a full scholarship to get my master's in the area where they live. She wants to continue this whole thing, even though logically I know it's going to get messier with us being closer together and morally don't sit right with me. We're compatible. We have all these things in common, but I don't think it can work on these circumstances. She keeps saying she's going to break up with them. I know that shouldn't go happen. Mm. I, I know guess that must be good. My question is, even if you know someone's a right fit for you, how much do you put up with that shit to make it work? Mm. You don't, and then they come back. That's the truth. Nobody is going to stop doing what they say. Like, oh my God, I'm going to break up. You keep fucking her. You keep allowing her to do it. And it's just like, what you allow is what, she's used to something already. You know what I'm saying? Right. If I keep stealing from a store that I never get caught at, why would I stop? Like, Unless you let her go and let her miss you and let her realize that she can't have you unless she breaks up with him, she won't. And if she doesn't come back to you, then it wasn't meant to be anyway. But nobody's that fucking compatible. You don't want you don't want you don't want you don't want her. You don't want a girl like that. How you get them? How you lose them? Yeah, you don't want to. You don't want a girl like yeah. that. You're dealing with like that, and because that's just it's, it started out with the wrong energy. It started Stand out. up. It started out with the wrong energy. It's, it's 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 not worth it. Just let it go and focus on meeting somebody somebody new. And shout out to you having a a master's scholarship. That's a big deal. Guess what else comes with that? New bitches. A lot of hundred percent. Yeah. And maybe, maybe it was always my pretty though. School, Julian, new neighborhood. God damn. So it depends uh, on the program. Oh, oh and right, even okay. women that are also getting their masters, you can meet mm-hmm. in class. I, I mean, I did smart a girls are trash. No, I was suggesting they were. Better than, he said this, ugly. than this whore. I did. His whore is fucking <laughs> wild. Maybe it was always my uh, lack of confidence that I never thought a girl that was cheating on her boyfriend with me, like I was some anomaly in that capacity. No, mm-hmm. you're you're just a cheater. You didn't just decide to cross the line because I'm, I'm so, so ill. Like, yeah. No, you just you're a cheater. That's and a good point. That if you were that ill, she would have left him for you. Like if if yeah. that, sometimes that happens, and the girl isn't a cheater, she just falls in love with someone else. She would have left, dude. Unless I don't know, are you financially stable, homie? That call, wow. Whatever I was name just is. gonna say something, and that question you asked. The only time I'd ever cheated and really kind of just stepped out, he was better. I just thought I was in a better place because he was more financially stable. Mm-hmm. And I thought long term, it would be a better scenario. But the other guy was better mm. in every way. Jeez, more they've been sex, there for like- more attractive, more funny, more compatible. But I was like, oh, where can this go? And it was almost like this married woman mentality where it's just like, well, I'm safe here. Yeah. You know, which was crazy because like I make my own money. So I don't even know why I didn't just leave. Yeah, but, but you, wanna, you want somebody else's money. You don't want to spend yours. And okay. Security. You don't want. You, you don't want to be the breadwinner in that relationship either. That's true. This is different, and I've been saying this on horrible little bit, but I want to tell y'all about it because 
This is the answer. Our taste levels were exactly the same. I had a friend recently tell me that his taste level with women is how he knows whether he wants to push it or not. So the best example, he was like, for example, so I've been to Japan, right? And there was a guy <clears throat> I went out with that hadn't been, but he was like, oh shit, did you do a robot show? Did you get to go to Osaka or Kyoto? So like you get it. So we're on the same vibe. We understand the same things. That's taste level, right? You don't have to have been there to have gotten it. Mm -hmm. So I think that my ex and I at the time had the same taste and I thought there was a lot better of a future for us. So I think that like when you were meeting people just as a single person listening, you got to really look for that. A nigga told me that he knew maybe long-term we wouldn't work because he's like, nigga, we both got money. I love going to some country farmland shit on vacation and you love the beach in metropolitan cities. No matter how much more money we get, I'm going to look like Kanye in Wyoming and you're going to want to be in Central Pay. And that's just never going to work. Hmm. I was like, damn, because yeah. it's facts. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And what is this? What does this girl really think? Let's hypothetically say her man is a bum and she likes this guy because he's about to get his master's and he's probably a better option. Mm -hmm. Does she really think that the smarter guy is going to say you're a viable candidate after you've been cheating for this amount of time and you won't leave, dude? And then I finally get my master's and now you leave him. Also, she that's that guy's already smart. It depends how much you he's going to look yourself. at you differently. Are you like quiet when she calls him? Oof. I ain't even do that. And we didn't even bring up. <laughs> I would go get condoms. <laughs> we also didn't bring up where he's going to their town, wherever the college is. This sounds like problems. Yeah. Mm. Like, not this a good sounds idea. like a lot of problems. If you end go. up living there and keep fucking with this girl yeah. and that dude is a local. It's so convenient it's, for It her. could get messy. Just let it go, Ryan. Let we, it go. What are we Find saying, a Mom? new girl. Huh? What do we say? Dump her. Got to dump her. You should. Well, well, well he can't dump her. Well, he can't dump He's a side dude. You still so dump her. He got he to gotta dump himself. Pull the yeah. plug. You got to shit on himself. Dump yourself. Yeah, deadline. Oh. Yeah. Uh, but we got the second one, Julian. Damn, that hurt my feelings. <laughs> dump yourself. Do a callback and let us know how it goes. Please. No, don't. Okay, <laughs> right into horrible. <laughs> shit, yeah. I want to know. <laughs> and I'm not smart enough to go to a master's program, but I feel like that takes up so much of your time. There's going to be some young lady that has to study just as much. Yeah, you'll find a better one. Y'all will probably just end up fucking out of convenience. I'm gonna and you you'll find a new friend this. that you can study and fuck. All you got to do, this is fucked up. Break her down. Think of everything that's wrong with her. Wow. Maybe one time her pussy was off. Think about that time. Think about how she ain't that smart. She ain't that cute. You have to break the motherfucker down. You gotta do that? You can't just be like, you're literally cheating on your boyfriend in five years. I think Not that's enough. Nah, because you ain't shit. You already did it with her. Like, so you what? have to break her down. Matter of fact, send her photos to me Weezy. and I will break her down. What is wrong with you, girl? Nice, nice, I need nice. you to think about who our audience is. Please don't tell them that. Oh, sorry. They hate women enough. Please do not give them permission to go and hate women more. Killer. With our audience, you just gave the worst advice. <laughs> I do that with, with just for the, people the that sake hurt my of... feelings when I break up with them. I'll be like, oh my God, he was balding in the middle. Like I start doing shit like that. That's hard. <laughs> just let it go. But you know what I'm saying? Like I really it's be only like, a luxury women. Oh my God, I think about this time that their dick couldn't get up and it was gummy-ish. I think about maybe <laughs> some weird fucking porn they had. I think about everything. Yeah. That's how I get over somebody. No, it sounds like a really healthy breakup. Yeah, yeah. totally. <laughs> What? <laughs> Next. <laughs> hey, Rory and Maul. Hey. I just finished listening to episode 182. You guys were talking about when a girl says she's not sleeping with you at the beginning of the date. So, a situation where I invited a girl on a cruise with me, uh, it was fully paid for. 
nothing was paying for anything. It was all free, or basically, right? Because she wanted to go, right? So she asks me, what are my expectations? That threw me off a little bit because I was bringing her on a ship to simply have a good time and have fun, right? But I say, okay. She's okay, cool, great, she'll go. Next day, she reiterates that she's not having any funny business or whatever. And I say, okay, that's fine. I don't mind. Go ahead. Right? So a few days pass. A few days pass. And I've been thinking about it. And I'm like, you know what? No. So I text her back. I say, hey, you know, I'm not comfortable with you with you going on a trip anymore due to you thinking that I'm bringing a trip to fuck you. And that wasn't the case at all. So I hate niggas. I hate Am I wrong for telling she can't go? Yes. Or is she dumb for just fucking something that could have been great for her? She no. was going to fuck you anyway. It could have been great for her. Why do people, specifically Damn. men, she want to fuck No, she, she fucked up that carnival. Yeah, she fucked group. that up. No, nah, yeah. man. She fucked up that COVID <laughs> This could have been great for her. Yeah. Bro, do you know why He's the prize. She fucked up Miami <laughs> to Key West. He's him. <laughs> Demaris, tell me if I'm lying. A Jimmy Buffett impression. Sometimes I mean it when I say I won't fuck you. All you can eat Actually, ice cream. I would say it's 50-50 split. Mo, most for me, times, it's most times. Most times, I'm, not, I'm not saying But it's to set the standard that I don't want to feel forced. Yeah. And I don't want expectations. Now, I haven't gone through that in a while because I'm dating dudes that get pussy now. But. <laughs> and men that oh, get no, pussy never make you feel like that. So, you could sleep over their house and they're going to be like, fucking have breakfast with you in the morning. And it's not going to be this shit where you've got to run around the bed. They are not doing that. Dude. Excuse me. <laughs> I hate that run around the bed. Yeah, that run around the bed shit. Yeah. Oh, Wait, what, what are we talking about? The Where men are like chasing you, like they're just here. like trying to pull you, and then yeah. you're getting further away, and it's like, oh my god, Ew, bro, it's dude, terrible. what the fuck? It's you called it's called coercion, like and it happens all the time. It happens all she the time. Probably coercion, had... I think, it involves lying. That sounds like sexual assault. Yeah, that sounds... it's this thing of like. <laughs> Wait, chasing it, a woman around the room? I mean, it's not literal chasing, but make it, it like playful. Like, it might be on the borderline of the sexual assault pyramid, which there is one. Definitely. And it's literally like you're there. Maybe you're on the couch watching Netflix and then you keep scooting further away. And it's like you guys are in this thing of you pulling and pulling and pushing, but then you also are into them. So you try to kiss them back because you don't want them to think you're off it, but you definitely just don't want them to do Ooh. the yeah. next step. It's like you can't move on your own time because they're in a rush. Mm-hmm. You actually sound like that guy. You even making the comment that this could potentially be good for her, babe. It's a carnival cruise. Okay, <laughs> that's funny. All right, let me. All right, let's. Let, no, 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 no. Hold on. <laughs> we're being privileged. Some He's definitely wrong in that yeah. regard. Is this not y'all fault? No, but he acted like he was taking out a motherfucking Paris. <laughs> I'm saying. I'm saying. Is this not y'all? Fault? I mean, we don't know what type no, of girl no, no, this no, no, is. No, no, no. This may be her past. You know what? Let me let me stand up for men, even if I'm wrong right now. This this might be the best thing in the world for her. You wanted somebody to go on a cruise with. Shut up. No, this is because women have made the standard on the internet that a first date has to be a fucking trip. Because I would never go on a cruise with someone I wasn't already fucking. That's I would okay. never go now, on a cruise. Now times have changed Actually, yeah. where this guy... <laughs> cool. Never been. Because if you look, Carnival Cruises at this point, you can get a group on. You get a lot of deals. Mm-hmm. And if you're living in a world where Cheaper than across my the board, taxi. women say, if you want to date me, the first date has to be a destination. He's going to use a group on to a fucking cruise. This is what happens with the mentality, but this there, there isn't this isn't this their man should have just taken her out on a nice date first to get to know each other. But yeah. this maybe isn't their first date. Cruise. This isn't their first date. They've been dating. This isn't their first date. They just haven't slept together yet. Yeah, and if that girl and I'm saying that needs to change. Don't come like fuck before you go on a cruise because what you just did was prove her right. 
you proved her right. She said she didn't want to fuck you. And then suddenly you're like, you know what? You ain't coming no more. She must have felt that energy to the point where she had to say it. I'm telling you. even uh, She hearing- tricked him. She tricked him. She knew that how he was going to react. She didn't want to mm-hmm. go with him anyway. So now it looks like it's his fault. Like, yeah, oh, you that might it. be true. Yeah, she just tricked him and he fell for it. Or she was really willing to go on a trip, but she wanted to let him know I'm not fucking you. Because she probably wasn't somebody she was really attracted to or into like that. But a free trip, some girls will take the free trip. Fun fact, first time I ever fell in love was a co-worker of mine at T-Mobile. And nice. my mom couldn't go on the Carnival Cruise. I was like, you want to come? I always wanted to fuck him. He was like, yeah, but we should be friends. Like, we work together. It's been years. That boat ain't even take off. He was fucking. <laughs> ended up tattooing each other. All right. When we got off that boat, mm. that was my man. Like the mm-hmm. T-Mobile symbol or like? Get more minutes. 4G. 5G. Yo, we didn't have it back then. Okay. This America's largest ago. network. Yeah, I was 22. <laughs> unlimited minutes in there. Yeah. <laughs> Tattoo the razor phone. Yeah. Yo, can I tell y'all? I didn't work for T-Mobile like nights and weekends time, but I worked there when like, I would say before they went public, like as a stock, like it was like T-Mobile went shit back then. It was hard. Yeah, it was I was like selling trap phones only. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. In the box every 30 days. I got in trouble with T-Mobile because they're like, why are you the only one who keeps selling all the prepaid phones? I'm like, I'm just meeting them at the club and I'm networking and they're asking me for help. Mm-hmm. That was really my plan. But yeah, had sex and cruises are fun. Like the pressure that people yeah. are putting on sex I think we all need to lighten up and take this from someone who talks about sex for a living. Just think to yourself, as awkward as a first time could be, like the the pressure of when it's going to happen is even worse. Mm -hmm. So if you're kind of fiending for it, it doesn't necessarily make women want it more. Or if it's women and women or gay men listening, whoever, like the aggressor is, it's sometimes too much. Mm -hmm. You know, if you feel someone pull away when you touch them, back up. Back the fuck up. You know, like, there's been so many times where I've maybe even drank a little too much and regretted it once I got upstairs and a man's left me alone. 5 a.m. I'm ready to get that dick. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I threw up. Now I'm good. Right. <laughs> Drunk tacos. <laughs> Drunk tacos. You know, sometimes you're just not ready. Even, to even at 5 a.m. I'm going to say, take another nap. Yeah. Word. <laughs> and, and rinse your mouth take, out. Take, take another good nap. For you. Um, last question. When you've been in serious relationships and the man is asked about what that triangle meant, what lie did you get off? I don't. You just tell him I was a T-Mobile guy? I tell him I was in love. It has another meeting. I'm not removing it. To me, that's the time in my life. It's not like it's his name. Oh, I, I don't think it's a bad thing. But, but people have always asked me like, oh my God, how can they be cool with it? And I'm like, bro, maybe if I got married and it bothered them that much, fine. But also like my first time being in love at 22, like who cares? If you had it and, you, and your girl was like, oh, that's a funny story. I'm not thinking about him no more. But I think that like we're doing too much of that in serious relationships. We're policing the past. Sure. Yeah. Ooh. I agree. Like very much. God, of course, Tamaris. Ooh, and snap. And you know, we always act like it's she policing his past. <laughs> yeah. Yo, you're the, no, you are the you sheriff. Are the police. Yeah. You're <laughs> sheriff the sheriff deputy. No. Absolutely. The deputy. Deputy She's the sheriff deputy. Deputy funny. You should throw, deputy an, you should throw an eye in the uh, triangle. And then since you're hanging out with Jay-Z now, you're Illuminati. Oh. I okay. Would, I wouldn't police the past <laughs> in that regard. I would just be like, I mean, triangle. How'd you guys land on that? Also, it's not my only tattoo. Can right? I, right. tattoo can I at least get, if I don't want to police the past, can I at least get jokes off about the past? Sure. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, but if only if they not hater jokes. So some jokes don't be jokes. Like you don't be laughing when you're telling a joke because you don't really think it's funny. I think it depends on who you end up with. Like my ex that I'm talking about, his name is a very Latino name. He was very Latin, right? He's mm. from Venezuela. Eden. Eden. Damn. <laughs> You're Nicaraguan, right? Yes. Thank you. He's a Nika. 
Yo. I am a nigga. Yeah. So my ex would sometimes make jokes when I would get lovey-dovey about stuff. He'd be like, oh, look at Gila. Because that's what my ex used to call me. Baby, I love you. He would say shit to me like that. And so we'd play around about that. But I also think that's healthy. If you can't discuss your partner's past in a fun way without weaponizing it, it's tough. Because I've been with women, actually, that have been like, oh, yeah, do you want to go back to Carbone? Because that's where so-and-so took you. Like, bitch, damn. Well, that's... Damn. Well, yeah, that's, that would be nice, actually. Like, I just remember one specifically. I'm like, girl... <laughs> It was food. <laughs> That's the same thing to say to a girl. I you was like go trying back to take to this Carbone? girl for her yeah. birthday. She's like, you want to go because he took you. You want to go back to that girl, delicious I've meal? Girl, I've also eaten pussy yeah. before. What the fuck you want me to do? Oh, you had ate her pussy? No, I'm saying like before hers, I'd eaten pussy. Like, so mm. why are we acting like... Was it better than Carbone? Probably. Yeah, it was. That's why I put up with it. Mm. <laughs> That's why you was arguing? Uh, that's the only reason I argue. If it's Her good. pussy was if spicy. If you're whack, I'm not wasting my time. I'm going to cut you off. But if it's good at any capacity, I'm going to be like, <laughs> I am so sorry. <laughs> we have one other last voicemail. Julia, please. Yeah. Oh, I thought that was our last one. I'm sorry. I thought the cruise took the cake. There you go. Hi, you guys. This is hey. Penny from Chicago. Penny from Chicago. Chicago. My question is to everyone, and including Yomi. I would love to hear her thoughts. My question is, what is an immediate turnoff for all of you? I'm talking like instant turnoff. Like date could be going so well. Uh, vibes could be there. Conversation could be flowing. Uh, but once you realize this is a wrap. So it could either be a uh, physical traits, personality trait, but something that's just like immediately, no, I'm out of here. Gotta go. Uh, and baby D, I would love to hear your thoughts from, uh, about a man. If you're on a date with a man or a woman, I'm curious, uh, Rory, I love your album. I listen to it every single day Aww. and I love your pod. Thanks, Thanks guys. Oh, she had nothing to say for you. I don't like it. Well, love the pod. <laughs> Mom's on the pod. So, um, she was starting to single motherfuckers out. I mean, immediate turnoff to me is any woman that's been a carbone with another man. Like, <laughs> at, that, at that point, like, that's a deal breaker. Can't be near it? you. It was so sweet. He waited for reservations forever because he's not someone that could walk in. I thought it was so cute. Uh, for me, it would probably be um, if she's like taking too many selfie videos or like, Oof. yeah. If she takes, if she records the food when it comes out, Ugh. God, yeah, it might be a rough. preach I like, ball. I like the simple turnoffs. Oh, I know mine. I've had guys recently ask me questions to things they know the answer to. Like they'll ask me if I went out last night, but I posted it in my story or be like, oh, and like just things they want to like dig out of me. I don't, I don't like when people do that. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, or if they ask me about something sexual wise, that might've been a clip on horrible that week. It's like, yikes. Just say yeah. it, bro. Mm. I don't like the tiptoeing. I like someone that's direct. I don't like passive aggressiveness and I don't like passive conversation. I like that. And maybe that's why in LA, I keep meeting men from New York. Have not dated a guy oh, yeah. from LA yet. Mm-hmm. In LA, we'll meet them. Always New York. That's true. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's changed. I mean, when I was younger, it was more like bad breath and like to what Maul is saying too. Like we're on our first date and you're just taking your phone out to film. This is weird. Like on the third date, cool. If you want to do that, I don't care. But first date, that shit is weird to me. Yeah. Later in life, which I've discussed on this spot a bit, when you come in with a specific agenda on a first date, and you already have a checklist of what's needed, I'm out. What if the agenda Because is, you're not looking I, to- I'm looking for a relationship. Yeah. And that's terrifying because you haven't met me yet. Hold so, on. But we had this conversation. I know. I'm saying that. But to me, that's yeah, a turnoff. 
So I'm saying, I'm, I'm saying, I've said this on the pod. So that's a turnoff to me. Women, let's say not being passive, women that you're like, you know, what made you get on Hinge? I'm going to say that to Julian because Julian's on a dating app, right? And then if you ask her that and she's like, you know, I'm looking for a relationship, like I'm looking to date. Yeah, I mean, like I'm not, well, I think what the version we were saying was a little more, uh, it was a little more. Um, He's got to make date, dating, dating with, no, no, not like no, that. Dating like, with dating, intention yeah, is fine, but I don't want, I don't want you to look for a relationship. I want you to look for a relationship with me if you like me. Mm. So yeah. you are you just, getting to know me or are you yes. asking me when my at last date was? This when is this? a checklist of shit just so you can be in a relationship. You're not looking for a person to be compatible with. You're looking for a relationship with these stipulations you've already placed here. I'm not yeah, talking about money. I'm not talking about anything like and that. I like, agree. like, okay, in three years, I'm having a child and I want to be married. If you're not on that program, then I yeah, can't be with you. Exactly. It's like, we don't know each other. Like, why the fuck? Let's say I am on that program. Are we now a compatible married couple to have a kid? That's what used to turn me off once I started dating in my 30s. My last first date, the guy like made a comment like, you know, we saw like, a, I think it was a, I can't remember what, something started a threesome conversation. He was like, where do you stand on like open relationships and polyamory? I said, well, my favorite color is green and I love to read on the weekends, go to Central Park. And I was just trying to be a bitch because I'm like. Bro, we didn't even get the drink here yet. Like, why are you asking me yeah. this, like, fucking deep? I don't know. You but, don't you know, know. but that comes from, I guess, obviously, your profession. They probably hear what you talk about. So men will ask or think that they know you. They think that they know how right. to approach you. They think they know how to have a conversation with you. And they don't know that you're, like, you have a whole nother side to you. But and like, I think that, even, should be a, that should be a red flag. Even if, if I was a, a fucking porn star, mm -hmm. would the first convo that you would ask a porn star... No. Be about I, sexual encounters? Not if I was there to date her. If I was interviewing her, maybe. But that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, even if you just think you're gonna fuck her that night, would you not just try to like not be at least convince her you give a yeah. fuck about her? Yeah. And who she is. Like just talk to me normally. At least bro. manipulate her. At least right? pretend. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, at least lie. It, it's just hella weird to me, like when it's like too much of that. Or but even that's if they don't know, don't, don't know how to interact with, in real life with people. That's fair. They don't know how to interact with people. They don't, they don't know how to have conversations. They're socially awkward. And it sucks because I like introverted guys. Yeah. So it's like, you know, I understand how some guys like I'll actually like I'll see it like people out like at restaurants and I could tell like, oh, this must be their first date. I'm and I, my favorite. And, oh, I, and I could see where I'm like, Earth to do. I'm like, yo, he don't know what to do. He's just a like, bunch he, of different people. <laughs> yeah, he's like, you know what I mean? He's just like, yo, yeah. You know, he trying to like be cool. He's not trying to be too cool. He don't know what to order. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like. His it's, laugh has changed four yeah, times. It's like, yo, just oh. relax. <laughs> it's hard. Like, because <laughs> I don't want to date someone who's super nervous. But then if too. they're too cool, I don't know if it's real sometimes the first time. Yeah. Um. I've actually been struggling with dating a lot because I have so many like male friends that I'll grab drinks with. Like my homegirls and I, for some reason, go to clubs together. But like for drinks or dinner, which is where most decent people are, it's like a lounge setting. Mm -hmm. And what I've realized is men that have come up to me, like particularly with Alex, because we'll make it a work meeting and drinks. They'll watch me for a while. Like, is this her fucking homeboy? Mm -hmm. And the dudes that have come up to me like... Oh, even if they're not my type, I think that's the hottest shit ever. Now, I understand men, it's not easy to go up to a girl that's with a guy. I wouldn't do that. Oh, my I God. I'm like, oh, you, you really that dude. Like, you really was going to do that? I like that. Or they'll yeah. say what's up to him first and be like, this is your girl? I'm like, 
Uh, that's dope though Cause what's the most You gonna say no, no. Be like sorry to, Yeah no, That's when you just Pull a gun out And put it on the table You know what I mean <laughs> Like belly Does Alex yeah. look like that He's from Queens I don't know Yeah I go out with But Alex also is that the like? I'm, Cause I'm pussy That's not the girl That I would want That I could Approach a table And be like Yo what's up When she's with a man And she's like Hey what Bar are you setting Not like a dinner No I'm cool <laughs> I, I don't want that girl why don't you want that? Nothing's what? wrong with that girl. What's wrong with if she's really out with her homeboy, not her but you, boyfriend? But you don't know that. That's but I'm saying if you don't know. Yeah, like, and also like, well, you're bold. But like, she's not. I would also assume no. You're there to be picked up if she's there with you. a that's friend true. or with a. But who's dude. ever somewhere to be? I mean, granted, you can go someplace to be picked up. I just nah, think he's right because girls go out like, to girls go out to get hit on for sure. No, you but tell I think by girls go out with other girls to get hit on. If you're with a guy, I feel like it's disrespectful of me, just this random dude butts into your fucking, into your conversation. Like, why are you I've here? actually, yeah, like, why had... are you okay with that? Yeah. And that's not even gender specific. If, if you're on a date with a guy and some girl comes up and he's so comfortable to stop what y'all are doing yeah. to talk to a okay, stranger. you're getting it deep. That's like, a weird I'm not person. sitting there with Alex like this. But they don't know that. They don't no, that's what I'm no, saying. That's the thing. They watch, I know she Alex said is your business watch, partner. She said that they watch because there's a different kind of what? energy. She can't read I, minds. She don't know what they think. I don't know when a dude Ludlow is looking at me. Are you crazy? I know when a dude is looking at me when I'm on a date with another man. I know when he's looking at me when I'm with my homeboys because I'm probably... Really, you know, but Alex is Alex is also not a small dude. Like Alex isn't like just some. I feel like a person that doesn't know him would just run up and be like, "Yo, let me take your girl." The guy Alex that I went on dude. a date with that was uh, pause, that had pause. approached me. Hey, yeah. I asked him like, "How did you know like that I wasn't with him?" He was like, "Well, I was there with my friends, and like I just kind of peeped your vibe towards him for after a while, and then I realized there was no closeness." He was like, "I never went up to a chick that was with a dude before," but I was just like. Oh, it's nothing. You can damn. tell. If me and Julian are sitting at Ludlow House, somebody who watches us for more than two minutes will know that we're not dating each other. You can see our energy. So if you watch and you pay attention, it's like, oh, okay, she's probably at a work meeting or where they've been together boy. forever. <laughs> yeah, Wait, or, or they hate each other. Y'all yeah. have not been around uh, sneaky links in public and know how to change body language. Why y'all think that you're the Ooh, first 48 uh, investigators that know when you see people you've never met before and know their body language that There's they're not still an talking. energy. There's still a sexual energy. Nah. You can do nothing sexual with a person, but if you have People that are fucking have no person, sexual chemistry in person. Okay, but if you have had sex with this person, there's a certain kind of energy. There's a certain kind of weight, a smile, a, a lean in. Like, there's nah. something if you pay Okay, attention. I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm so flirty with Maul that the way you and I get drinks will be totally different how I get drinks with Maul. Why? Because yeah. I'm just flirtier with him. Like, I have that energy with him. Like, where somebody wouldn't come up to me with Maul. And it's not because Maul might look a certain way. Like, when someone has the energy for someone, they just do. Mm. It's just the truth. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, No, just say Maul is better looking than me. That's what we're getting at. <laughs> well, I was going to say it. To get to I back, think that's what you were trying to say. <laughs> to get, to get back to the user's question. No, thank God I don't have an ego. Like, you don't think people would think we was on a date? No, because you crazy. get so bro-y. Yeah, we are, bro. Bro, -y. no, we're mad. We're mad, we're mad, bro. -y. And we both of us talk way too loud in public circumstances that everyone can hear our conversation. Oh, do you know that's that's the clear thing for home? I don't talk loud with dates. I think it's because you're Jewish and I'm three percent Jewish. We just don't know the volume of Ooh, our voice. Yeah, that six percent rings <laughs> off. There's been so many secrets we've been about to say or someone we've been about to talk shit about and had to shut the other one up. Yeah, we talk way too loud in public. Hmm, that's that probably is friendship. Yeah. Whereas mall, you know, it would be quieter. But also, like, I think even if you wouldn't sleep with someone, but you're semi-attracted, whatever it is, if you have a little attraction to them, you put it on a little bit. I just think that's true. Really? Like, I could see myself putting on lipstick for mall, but not you. Aw. Lipstick? Oh, 
No, he said bitch. What color though? Outfit. No, no. I don't wear whole red. Okay. No, I like lipstick. You don't think Maul deserves the whole red? I don't wear it. It gets everywhere. I don't I like lipstick. Oh, so you have plans. <laughs> oh my God. So my name is Weezy. Go and check out Horrible Decisions every Monday. We're on tour. Coming to a city near you. Weezy, we thank you for stopping by. Um, It's been too long since I, I've seen you. I know y'all have only seen us, but it's been okay. way too long, yo. You actually go on a date. tonight. Yeah, you got to hit me up when you're in New York, man. I don't even know when you're here no more unless I happen to catch your story or something on IG. Actually, that's fair. I really don't hit you up. Yeah, like. I don't want to have the one drunk night. We don't have to have a one drunk night. We but, can just like it be two well, drunk. You'll nights. be with me forever. We get, <laughs> we could just have dinner. Oh, have Weezy. Like I like it. I like it a lot, oh, baby. <laughs> this has been another episode of Rory and Maul. Um, hey, about it. It's it's vegan. Just a little red wine. Oh fuck, you're vegan. Yeah, mm. you live in LA. That's not a problem for you. Um, so yeah, you don't have to worry <laughs> about the drunk night. You. That's the way I show my skills. Mushrooms. Would you guys go out on a date though? Absolutely. I think you guys should. Yeah. Right, we would can, have me and Weezy would have fun. Is there any way that Yomi, Ed, and Damaris, no, Julian, and I no. can just happen to know what restaurant and what time? No, we won't be like at the table. Right we'll just be, guys. you know. Should we do a Never. Patreon date? Fuck no. Oh, he said, "Bitch, I'm gonna get that pussy." Oh, no, oh. no, that's not. <laughs> but we can't be in the same restaurant at the it's same time. It's been a great episode. Thank y'all for <laughs> listening. Crazy. Have a great week, and we'll talk to y'all soon. I'm that nigga. He's just Ginger. That's Weezy F Baby. We'll you talk guys to y'all later. could just take, you know, peace. The high top, and then we'll take, you know, the six oh top. My God, Absolutely this is not. Not your next skit. No, Wally and Ma.